Welcome back to Movie Drunks, but we're not Movie Drunks this time. We are TV Drunks. TV T- Sobers. TV Straights. No, it's stupid. Yeah, you're stupid. I'm not straight. <laughs> That's just rude. Anyway, I'm Dan. I'm Danny. I'm Supper. Hi, Supper. She hey, actually introduced herself. I'm so <laughs> proud of her. Ta-da. Yeah. Um, so we are recapping all of season two of The Mandalorian. Drink, I burped. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Drink, you hiccup. But you're, you don't have a drink, so you can't drink. I have water. It's Yo, fine. Your hiccup <gasps> sounded exactly like the like the fast forward sound we use. <laughs> when we just start use using that that hiccups that instead. <laughs> oh my god, it makes so much sense. <laughs> Thank you, Sepper. You're very welcome. We might we might do that later. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we are recapping all season two of The Mandalorian. Um, from here on out, there are spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, fuck you and get out. Just kidding. We love you. Stay, please. Um, we need you. <laughs> we need you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we have six questions for each of our guests that we have. We have about 15 different guests that are going to appear throughout this podcast. And it's a lot. Yeah. It, it's well, a it was lot. A, it was a lot of editing. It's a very I'll lot. say that. It was definitely a lot of editing. Um, but yeah, so let's let's get to it. Three, two, one. TV drunk. So the way this <laughs> okay, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so the way <laughs> so the way this is gonna work is why are you still laughing? Oh, just continue, continue. Oh, I'm going to continue. Anyway, um, so the way this is gonna work is I'm going to ask a question and our guests are gonna answer. Um, we picked out the best selection for each question we've asked, and each of the guests is going to answer, then we're going to answer, and we're going to comment on their answers. That's how it's going to work. So, the first question is, what's your favorite scene from the season? Mine was... Nobody cares! <laughs> yeah, my name is Megan, and a uh, disclaimer for all my responses. I am, I think, from what Dan has told me... I am the only person of these submissions that hasn't seen one Star Wars movie in full, like, ever. And this is the first actual Star Wars-related show I have ever seen in my entire life. So please don't judge. I'm sorry. But I also love, you know, film and television. So I figured this could be up my alley. And it totally is. It's a good, good good-ass show. So... I've got some wine. I'm ready to drink. Here we go. Solid. <laughs> anyway, so my first question is, what are some of my favorite scenes in season two? Um, definitely one of them is when we, one of them is definitely when we meet Ahsoka. Oh my God. When we see her for the first time. Oh my God. The do- the whoever put like the design on her like oh and whoever casted her was a perfect perfect fit amazing hello my name is uh chris or christopher or crapstopher or any way you want to call it uh i was featured on the jojo rabbit episode where i was basically on a 20 minute rant about nazis but anyway uh personally my favorite episode i mean my favorite sort of scene in the entire uh season was basically everything with Boba from start to finish. Every single second of it was amazing. But I think the favorite part was at the end where he pretty much 
shoots um, whoever the the hut guy was and just completely turns himself into the leader of Tatooine. I thought that was probably one of the badass scenes and just starting out a whole entire series. But everything about Boba in the entire season was absolutely mind-blowingly awesome. For the longest time, we never actually got any sort of action for Boba, but now that we finally get it, it's like I can kind of die happy. This is Sean Ramondo. Hello. For authenticity, I've provided the crack. I'm between two scenes. Either in the last episode when the Dark Trooper and uh, Mando were fighting off and he just kept pounding on his head and the Beskar just like held up and just dented the wall of the ship. Either that scene or the first time we see Boba Fett in action with his gaffy stick man. He just put the hurt on all them stormtroopers. It was dope. That that has made me consider building a gaffy stick because, I mean, they're so simple. It's just PVC pipe and, yeah, does a lot of damage. My name is Anthony. Um, something about myself. Dan told me I have to say something about myself. Um, I'm the guy who comments on all of movie drunks Instagram posts. If you see a comment there, more likely than not, it's probably me. Um, I think there are a lot of really great scenes in this season. I really think the scene where Mando is like actually speaking with the Tusken Raiders was a really, really great scene. To be honest, that was my favorite episode of the entire season. So I'm definitely have to stick with that. That was my favorite scene. This is Joe Foran, Fallen Joran, whatever you want to call me. Guys, you're really putting me on the spot for like knowing, like, for me, like, wanting to admit, like, what favorite scene of mine is, because there's like a ton from this season that I love. Um, I have to go with the ending of The Mandalorian, just seeing Luke Skywalker himself from a DH Mark Hamill just going full-on ham on Dark Troopers, just slicing them up like it was nothing. Along with, and I know this is kind of cheating with this favorite scene, but that heartfelt goodbye between Din and Grogu, it, it just tugged my... the strings my of my feelings from that. That, that made me cry, for real. That was... That was an amazing scene. I have to give it that. Hi, my name is Bailey. Um, my favorite scene from the season, I think it's kind of a tie a little bit. It's they're both from the like the finale. Um, but um, I think it's the entrance of Luke Skywalker um, tied with the moment that Din removes his helmet for the first time. Um, in front of Grogu, and Grogu reaches out and, like, touches his face. And, like, they have that moment, that bonding moment, and Grogu's confused as to why he's not green. And it's, like, it's it's so it's so sweet, and it melted my heart. So I think that might be my favorite scene. As much as I loved the action shots and everything that they did, um, I think that, looking back on it, my favorite scene is just, like, that moment of raw motion between Grogu and Din. So, that was the question. Driver's license. Driver's license, TikTok. <laughs> it, it, yep. All right. All right, well, that was our first batch of answers for um, what was your favorite scene. Um, 
Yeah, those were some really good answers, especially um, I, I don't know. I liked. I kind of relate to Chris's answer about Boba Fett. I mean, Boba Fett was fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I just. Oh my god, I'm very excited for Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, dude. Oh, just. yeah. See, I, I I have an I have an issue with um. Well, well, we'll we'll get into it later, but Benice, you know, why <laughs> why is the Tuscan Raider scene your favorite scene <laughs> in in the entire season? I don't. This man, you'll find out. Everybody will find out. Yeah. Probably in the next question. But anyway, Dan, what was your favorite scene? My favorite scene was I had um I have two actually. Um, the main one is you know when Boba goes ham in his suit on um. Where the fuck they are? Tython. Yeah, that's it. Um, uh, in episode six. Okay. Oh my god, just beating the shit out of the stormtroopers, and then we see the slave one just coming in out of nowhere. It's like, oh, here we go. <laughs> um, just like that whole episode just went by like that, and it was just fantastic. So wait, so do you like the just just the scene with Boba in his armor, or like just everything? So everything, Boba. So you, yeah, because Sean Sean likes specifically the. The one with the gaffy stick. Yeah, he did. He does mention that. Yeah, is it um, gaffy stick? I don't know what, what it's called? called. He's gonna yell at us for not yeah, knowing what it's called, but it's fine. Yeah. Does a lot of damage though. It does a lot of damage. And my second favorite scene is um, when Mayfeld and Mando are talking to uh, you know the guy who plays the Night King in Game of Thrones. Yeah, and they're just having that conversation in <gasps> episode seven. Like I didn't that. Know that. Yeah, I know. Right. He, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it is the Night King. Yeah, like, oh my god. That scene was so well done, and oh, yeah. fucking Bill Burr killed it in that episode, which I'll get more into later. But yeah, um, Seth, what was your favorite scene? I'm such a basic bitch. Yeah. Mando taking off his helmet when he said goodbye to Grogu. Oh. I was sobbing. Yeah. That shit it was a really had good my scene. entire heart. I also, like, everything with the Dark Troopers... Is really cool, but I specifically liked. I just thought this one part was really cool in the finale, where they're talking about how uh, someone had like they had come through like the shields on the ship, and they're like, "Oh, how many life forms?" And they say zero, and then you have like twenty dark troopers come up. <laughs> so cool! I loved that. So yeah. also anything with Bo-Katan. Yeah, any- anything with yeah. Bo-Katan. She, okay. She's cool. She's cool. I, I do like her. But we'll come but, back to yeah, that. We'll, come, we'll, come, to we'll that. come back to that. Um, my favorite scene, uh, I, I'm going to have to side with uh, Joe and Bailey on this one, uh, or Joe Foran. Instead yeah. of, we have we have another Joe in the podcast coming up. <laughs> oh, no. Seppi dropped. Sepp. Sepp dropped. Dropped phone. Phone is okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I know it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to side with Joe and Ooh. Bailey and choose Luke Skywalker. Killing all the star, uh, the dark troopers as my favorite scene I because mean, anyone who knows me, Luke is my favorite character in Star Wars. So. Yeah, I mean it was dope as fuck. Oh I my know. god, just yeah. him just slicing his way through all the dark troopers and the, when he crushed that one dark trooper. Oh my, yeah, fucking dude. Well, dude, god. That's, a, that's a dark force. That's a uh-huh. dark side power. So I'm yeah. like, oh shit, is he channeling the dark side? And is that maybe like an explanation of why he instantly tried to kill Ben? In the Last Jedi, I don't know. It might be trying hmm. to get there, but maybe we'll find out more in season three. I don't know. Maybe the Lucas we'll, maybe film, talk about that more later too. <laughs> maybe the Lucasfilm Civil War is just kind of made up for publicity. I don't know. There's been, been some talk about that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but like when the X-wing came in, and I'm just like, oh, okay. So Ezra mugged a rebel. 
<laughs> I really a, hoped it was Ezra. Oops. I really did. I hoped it was Cal Kestis. I I was really rooting for that because yeah. that would be such a cool idea. That would be cool. That would yeah, be he, so cool. He's the guy from um, Fallen Order, right? Yeah. yeah. But um, he's probably not well known enough, you know, to the main mainstream public. Yeah. Yeah. But so then you saw the X Wing, you saw the black glove, and the green lightsaber, obviously. Uh, the glove is what did it for me. I mean, the yeah. X-Wing, I was like, yeah, it's okay, so it's Luke. It might be Luke. But then the glove is what did it for me. I'm like, yep, that's fucking yeah, it's Luke. It's like, fucking Luke. It's like, oh, I, didn't be- <laughs> I couldn't believe they actually fucking did it. Yeah, I, I really was hoping it was honestly Sebastian Stan, but, you know, playing Luke instead of, you know, yeah. CGI in space. It would have looked better. It would have. There's, there's some people who talk about the CGI specifically coming up. Um, I think we're gonna get that into more of that later too, but yeah, um, I don't know, man. I really, I really just wanted to be Sebastian Stan. Yeah. <laughs> All right, on to question two of our six-question endeavor here into the podcast. All right, so um, we've got what is your least favorite part of the season? My least favorite part of the season was basically any part of the season where they brought someone back from either another movie or another TV show or anything like that. Because I think star Wars fans don't get enough credit. I think everyone thinks that we're just hooked on nostalgia when we're actually a pretty intelligent fan base when we're not being assholes. Um, so I feel like it's a crutch whenever they bring someone back that they don't necessarily need to. This is a whole new story. It wasn't necessary. Bring in literally anyone else. Anyone else. This is a whole new show. You know what? I think the whole reason why people don't like Star Wars is because, you know, it's all it ever does is follow the Skywalker legacy, right? And here we go again. Here's another goddamn footprint for the Skywalker legacy to be. If you want it, if you want it to be Luke, that's fine, whatever. But like, this isn't a season two finale. This is a show finale. But maybe it's kind of like, okay, now we can like actually move forward and see where this actually goes. But who fucking knows? Um, Joe Garcia. I definitely think my least favorite scene had to be um, when they were fighting atop the um, old clone trooper vehicle. I forget what it's called. And they were just, like, trying not to, like, blow up the thing, and they were fighting those guys on the, the scavs, the scarifs, I forget how it said. But um, it, it, to me, the whole scene was, like, very, a bit boring and unneeded, and I just thought they, you know, could have sped it up a little. It was a little slow for me. I was very bored during that whole section. Okay, so I had to refill my drink for this one because this was traumatic as hell because... <laughs> One of my least favorite scenes is those fucking spiders from episode two. Oh my God. I know for a fact that spiders are indestructible insects. Like I've killed one before twice because they, they it miraculously came back to life. And I've seen them walk on top of water and underwater. And also, you know, it reminds me of Harry Potter from one of the Harry Potter movies where you see all those damn spiders in different sizes, whether they're tiny as hell 
or ginormous as fuck. And that mother spider from episode two. Holy shit. I was literally screaming the whole time. And I don't want to relive that ever again. So I'm not watching that episode ever again. Thank you very much. All right. Hi, my name is Alyssa. I'm uh, friends with Dan. He and I went to college together. I'm a humongous nerd. Uh, so this has been like a really fun one for me. <sighs> All right. I think I'm going to get a lot of shit for this because I think a lot of people really liked the episode with the frog lady. But like, the fuck was that? Like, I, I think the one thing that like really drives me nuts with a lot of The Mandalorian, like, I'll be honest, the first season was a little, I want to say it was rough. It definitely had some really interesting points, but like, the fucking side quests episodes make zero sense to me. Like, that whole episode was just them bringing this random alien frog lady to her husband to get, like, all their eggs to this one place because they're the last of their species. Okay, great. But, like, how does that have to do with the plot line? And just, like, they're, the whole fucking thing where, like, they're just sitting there going through the plane. They get stuck on that ice planet with all the fucking spiders and shit. And then... They're like, oh, baby Yoda, you ate all the eggs. Oh, no, all of her babies are dead. And he's just like, meh, like, eh, what, like, what the fuck was that? Honestly, like, once they started getting into, like, the really good, like, plot-heavy episodes, that was where it, like, took off for me. I think mainly, like, when they, I think, I think the first one I was really, like, really, really into was the one where Ahsoka, like, came in and you're just like, oh, I get it now. This plot is, like, really starting to take off. But, like, before that, everything was, like, kind of slow. You're, like, kind of, like, waiting for the excitement to happen, waiting for the plot to get really heavy and thick and good. And you're just, like, <sighs> watching them fight sandworms that look like the Alaskan bullworm from SpongeBob with some guy that took Boba's armor. Like, it made no sense. What's up, everybody? I'm John Verum, a.k.a. Ligmology. I was on the Blade Runner podcast. Definitely the whole fucking egg thing, like like escorting the eggs to this island, the the other planet, just so they could he could get some more information on Mandos. It was obviously just a filler episode. It um made no it made no sense to the story. It was just there just to waste time. Uh, but although I will say this, the cool thing about it was the giant spider creature was an original concept art by Ralph McQuarrie, you know, I, I, I'm butchering the fucking name, but uh, he was the original uh, concept artist for Star Wars. So that was a cool nod to have in there. But yeah, that episode fucking sucked. Hello, this is Nick Padula here to answer some questions for movie drunks. And I've got a uh, alcoholic beverage to my left, which I will occasionally sip from. Um, least favorite part of the season, um, maybe the second episode, that didn't really do too much for me, I mean, it was funny seeing Grogu eat the frog lady's eggs, that was, that was silly, and, um, but the rest of the episode, the only interesting part was the, uh, giant spiders, that was pretty freaky deaky, but, um, yeah, besides that, it didn't really do anything for me. Hi, my name is Michael Gitlin. I'd have to say out of the entire season, not not because I disliked it entirely, but because it didn't really, in my opinion, didn't add anything to the the story itself um, was, I can't remember the name of the episode, but with that frog, 
person that he gave like a ride to like he was basically an uber driver in space for that episode uh and you know they crash on that uh, like icy planet and then the spiders came i enjoyed it but i don't i didn't get anything from it. it didn't progress the story much it didn't it felt like a filler episode almost um I mean, I, it, it was funny. It had those parts where y- Baby Yoda eating the eggs was funny, but beyond that, it just didn't do it for me, you know. So yeah, I'm James. Uh, I got really drunk uh, with Emperor's New Groove. Um, thanks, Cusco. Uh, my least favorite part of the whole season was definitely the entirety of episode two. Um, that was like with the frog lady and like they were trying to get her eggs, but they crashed on this planet, this ice planet. And then they were in a cave and then there's all these spider things. And eventually the, uh, rebels or whoever saved them. I hated that whole episode. Um, when I watched it, it really, it turned me off to the series for a while. I didn't want to watch any more episodes after that. It took me a few weeks after to actually finally get to episode three and four, which, from there on out, the rest of the season really picked up, but just the entirety of episode two, I really didn't like. thought it was so boring. I did not care at all about anything going on in that episode. So that, that entire episode is my least favorite part of the season, for sure. It does not have a bad ass. It is perfectly culpable, and I love it. Your ass. What? And that's where we're starting. All right. So... Um, so that was the second question. What was your least favorite part of the season? Spiders. Um, cons- oh, wait, I'm not supposed to say my answer yet. Sorry. Yeah, Consensus. Cons- frog lady. No. Wrong. <laughs> just all of episode two. No. Nobody, okay. If we could just erase episode two from the canon. Stop okay, go ahead. saying this. What? Frog lady is fine. Frog lady's fucking the fucking worst. Frog lady worst. is fine. No. Like, I understand her episode being kind of shitty. Frog lady herself as a character, she is fine. <laughs> She's kind of <laughs> cute. I kind of like her. The fucking spiders, though. So you're agreeing with Megan? Yes. The the fucking spiders. Fuck the spiders. Frog lady's fine. She's cute. Grogan with the little So did you not like? Did you not like Aragog? No. You didn't like Aragog. I haven't seen the movies. He's in the books. Fuck that spider. (laughs) Nah, whatever. You want to know what I saw before I read the books? The Star Kid musicals. So when I think of Aragog, I think of like Jeff Blim just singing a song about <laughs> wanting you to be in his mouth. What? That is quite literally what happens in amazing... a Harry Potter senior year. Interesting. Interesting. But yeah, um, I um, like. Oh, sorry, guys. I, I I just I just hate Frog Lady. What Stop! Are you I was gonna say I like how Mike described the episode. Uber driver in space. Yeah. That's basically what he was. That's about right. That he ended up crashing on, you know, an ice planet. Okay, but so here's the thing. Like, (laughs) this entire series is just a side quest. Yeah. So, like, I feel like we can't really complain about it getting too side questy. Yeah, but the thing is, I mean, it's pretty clear that the higher quality uh, episodes were the ones that weren't side questy. I mean, to be fair, I mean, (sighs) episode seven was kind of a side quest. The one with... Oh, okay. Episode 7 was definitely side questy. It was a better side quest, sure. Right. He would... No, he no, was no, also... It was still... It was, it was in the process of getting He was still a fucking Grogu. Uber driver. Yeah, but you can He was he... still an Uber driver in episodes... Mando's just an Uber driver in the entire series. He's just bringing Grogan mm-hmm. around. Grogu. Grogan. It's okay. just a really long Uber drive. Yeah. Um, I've never been to Uber Ted Grogan has been to Uber driver. <laughs> Technically, episode 2 is... 
he was on his way to meet other Mandalorians to give Frog Wady to Frog Wady. Frog Wady. Frog Wady. Frog Wady to her husband. Um, so I mean, it technically was part of the quest. So it's, it's you can't really it's argue just, that. I. It's mm-hmm. just. I mean, the I whole not, episode was bad. Everyone I, can agree on that. I agree. I'm not a big fan of Frog Lady, but like, you know, I want to talk about her fucking eggs. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Talk about the eggs. Everyone got mad at um frog because <laughs> Grogu was eating the the Frog Lady's eggs. It was cute because she can't reproduce anymore. And it's like a metaphor for like inf- infertility or some shit. Whatever. I don't it's know. Like, every t- the, guys... the tank never got emptier. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> the tank never got. He would eat 30 and it would still be full. Yeah. Didn't like, people got to chill the fuck out. He, like, he, he hungry. Which, and there's there's <laughs> other shit that, that we're going to get into yeah. later on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In, in, in the other section. But fucking Jesus. What? Like, I, what? I don't know what we're going to People get are just stupid. That, that's my point. People are stupid and overreact. They have to be. Um, outraged at everything, at every little tiny thing, and it's just another. That's how fan bases are, man. Yeah, um, but also not the true <laughs> fan base. One other thing I want to bring up is, um, Benice said this pretty well too. I mean, yeah, he's cynical about this show, but like he, every how everything relates back to the Skywalker saga. I hate that. I hated how it was Luke. I didn't want it to be him the whole time. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> stop the, it. The ending is. A series finale. That is a very good series finale, if I had to say so myself. It's not a season finale. Yeah, I'm I can just see that. So tired of Luke Skywalker. Why? He's barely in. He's, we haven't seen him in his prime, like doing shit. I'm it's true. so tired of Luke Skywalker. Luke, they ruined him in Last Jedi. That's no, is that why that, you're tired? No, but I definitely agree with the fact that like everything comes back to Luke. Everything comes back. Everything should come back to Anakin. But and that's He's the main why, character of Star Wars. Like this is the problem. It's like, like sand. It's coarse and it's rough. It's it irritating. just like it didn't need to be connected. And it gets everywhere. And then they shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm done. Okay. It's stupid. <laughs> no, no, I agree with him. You agree with it's, who? D- d- you agree that Luke is the best character in Star Wars? No shut doubt. Shut up. <laughs> I would never say that. He has, like, maybe, like, B-tier at best. Ooh, ooh, snap. You, I'm closing you, you his eyes. You put him in A-tier, and you know it. Did I? You did. I remember that list. Separate. Maybe I did. He's at the bottom of A-tier. Padme is better than him. Get out. <laughs> All right. So that was a uh, pretty heated question, too, right there. Um, I still hate Supper. <laughs> All right. So question three is... What did you think of Moff Gideon and the Dark Troopers this season? Well, I thought... I would smack the shit out of Moff Gideon. I, if he will, he, It's on site. If I were to ever meet Moff Gideon, it's on site. I would smack the shit out of him. Um, <laughs> I, I think he's a great villain, but <laughs> obviously I don't like him. I, I think he's an asshole, but I think he's a great villain. And... Like I think Star Wars has tons of great villains, but I think I think he was a really good choice for the Mandalorian, and I think that uh, Giancarlo Esposito did a great job. I am Nate Keller. What did I think of Moff Gideon and the Dark Troopers this season? Moff Gideon is probably the most intimidating Star Wars villain since Darth Vader and Emperor Palpatine. No, I do not take criticism. Um, the Dark Troopers were 
a perfect complement to Gideon's absolute insanity and his seemingly infinite knowledge about everything. They had a terrifying theme. Pretty much everything about them was spot on fantastic. Oh my God. So badass, all of them especially the dark troopers that whole sequence in the last episode where they were like building them up and like slowly revealing them. And they were getting all geared up and this like sick, like dubstep track came in underneath it kind of like was a very different score than the rest of the season kind of, but it fits so well. It was so sick. Oh, the dark troopers, especially I loved Um, Moff Gideon was really cool as well, but the dark troopers, especially because like, Mando struggled hard to fight one of them. And then at the very end of that episode, when, you know, the big reveal comes in Luke Skywalker, he just wipes them out. Like they're nothing. It really shows just how powerful the Jedi are. Cause Mandalorians is supposed to be some of the toughest fighters out there. And he struggled with one, but Luke took out a whole freaking squad of those dark troopers. They were so sick. Oh, love the dark troopers. And Moff Gideon was cool too. Dalton Crow. Evan Giles. What did you think of Moff Gideon and the Dark Troopers this season? I think he was let up a little bit too much. Like at the end, like he how Disney been, did with Snoke. Yeah, he could have been. Yeah, much dude, more think dangerous. about it. Vader, he never had the build up. No, no, we didn't even know who he was. I mm. mean, so you introduce the character and then you do the build up after. So it's like, oh, I already know this guy. Uh-huh. He's done all this crazy stuff. Uh huh. You know. All right. Uh, sorry, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, yeah. I think he was just like, he's just kind of like a fill-in villain. Mm-hmm. Like, that was funny. Just like one of those, like Ultron, like one of those villains you just throw in there, you yeah. know? I don't know. That's just how it felt to me. Um, Dark Troopers, so cool. They're good. So cool. I like how when they fought uh, Din, yeah. they, they made it look so realistic. Yeah. Moth, uh, a fucking amazing. I mean, like, watch him in Breaking Bad, fucking amazing. In this, I feel like he even fits it even better. The Dark Troopers, I feel like they should have had a little bit more action time with it. Like, I feel like, I, I mean, I, I would be hoping that in season three, they definitely bring the Dark Troopers back for it. I definitely think that would I think that'll definitely like make me more like happy about it. Cause I felt like, yeah, the whole fight scene was really cool, but I really want to see them like on full on action. Like I, I like, I, I know there's potential there, so I'm just kind of give my time. I'm not going to jump right into it saying they suck. And what did I think of Moff Gideon and the dark troopers? Uh, well, they were uh, pretty freaky and Moff Gideon is a very interesting villain. And I hope to see more of them in seasons to come. Because uh, we can't get enough of Giancarlo Esposito, am I right, folks? I mean, he's just he's just great at playing villains. And the Dark Troopers, uh, they could fuck a dude up. It was a good thing Luke showed up when he did, or everyone would be fucking dead. Oh, Moff Gideon. I honestly love him. I think, what is it, Giancarlo Esposito, right? That's the guy from Break- Breaking Bad and all those other shows. Like He was also in, uh, God, what is it? Oh my God. The boys. He was in the boys also. And just like every single time that Giancarlo Esposito is in a show, he is like this miraculous, incredible villain. And he's just so fucking good. But like, granted, yeah, I watched Breaking Bad before I watched all those other shows. So you're just like, 
Gus, what are you doing in space? Come on, you silly goose, go back. You're a fucking drug lord. Get out of there. Stop playing with all the kids. But, like, honestly, like, I just really loved his character. And, like, he's just so intimidating. Like, no matter what he does, he's just so good at it that it, like, melts your brain. Because you're just totally encompassed by anything he does. And the Dark Troopers. Now, I know... I know that the guy that wrote a lot of different songs, I'm like blanking. I think he wrote like Gambino's uh, Redbone or something. Can't remember the guy's name, but he produced and wrote that song. He's also written all the music for The Mandalorian, including the theme song and the Dark Trooper theme song. Can we just talk about how he didn't have to go that hard for that? Like at first I'm listening, I'm like really space dubstep, but now I'm like, like listening to it and it's just, so good and it's like really good hype music and i i honestly watched that episode like 15 times just to listen to the dark trooper theme song and i think the other thing though too is like it were i I don't know if they really explained a lot of it but like are the dark troopers like this new entity or have they always been there and they just never fucking use them because if that's the case like why the hell wouldn't you use something like that they could literally kick anyone's ass maybe except a jedi but they're like super rare anyway so who gives a shit Oh, please. I loved it. Okay, first of all, the Dark Troopers comes from, you know, Dark Forces, which is an old Star Wars video game on the PlayStation 1 and the story of Kyle Katarn, who was an ex-Imperial pilot. Sorry, I got a text message. Ex-Imperial pilot who defected after finding out the Empire, you know, murdered his family. And then he finds out he's Force-sensitive. Fucking amazing. I really hope that this is a stepping stone towards that direction, and we're finally going to get Kyle Katarn shown in in uh, in some sort of form in, in the new canon. Um, yeah, Dark Forces is, is amazing. It's an amazing storyline. If this is what they're aiming towards, then we're in for a treat. So, as many of our fans have mentioned, uh, they like Moff Gideon. Some people... Wanted more from the Dark Troopers. A lot of them love the Dark Troopers. See, I wanted a lot more from Moff Gideon and and Dark Troopers. Season. I wanted more from both of them this season. Like they're kind of just like sitting back for half the season, just like chilling. Like I don't know what we're we gonna do. Yeah, and they're they're plotting. I get that, but like I I like to see more of Moff Gideon. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I mean who wants? I mean everybody else agreed. Um, more Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, for sure. Is um, it Juan Carlo, Giancarlo, or Giancarlo? I think it's Giancarlo. Giancarlo, okay. I mean, because I mean, there's a baseball player called Giancarlo Stan, so I assume it's uh, Giancarlo. It sound, yeah, because yeah. um, Giancarlo doesn't sound right to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also, Gus, what are you doing in Gus, space? Gus, what are you doing I didn't finish Breaking Bad, shut up. You're a drug lord. I don't even know who Gus is. Yeah, she's what the not, fuck? She's I'm still on, like, in season, season two. two. Yeah. Christ. <clears throat> well, you're going to know. But um, anyway, He's the uh, best character in the fucking sure. show. Seth, what do you? What is your take on uh, Moff Gideon and the Dark Troopers? Um, I mean, I loved Moff Gideon. I think it was great. I definitely agree with wanting like more from him, but I don't really have any complaints about him other than just wanting a little bit more. Um, zero complaints about the Dark Troopers. I love them as they are, where they are. I think like they're on that. They're kind of like that perfect spot where they're really, really cool. But they're not, like, it's not, like, too much. Like, they're kind of dumb when they just punch the doors. Yeah, like, rock'em, sock'em robots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, like, they're fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I mean, I'm, yeah, I definitely wanted more from the Dark Troopers. I got a little worried when Mando like took him out with the with the airlock, but that 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 moment where just like how many life forms like zero. So, like, wow, that was a fucking waste. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got I got like you know I'm just like uh okay, is it is one of those subverting expectations? But no, they delivered. No, they delivered. Yeah. big time. Um, <laughs> yeah, what Bailey said. Um, I want to smack the shit I mean, out of. <laughs> I would smack the shit out of him too, like, in. on site. Yeah. <laughs> That was fucking hilarious. I just there. loved that line. Yeah. Um, uh, Nate saying most intimidating villain since Palpatine. Ooh. I don't know about that, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, that that's that's some that's some. I mean, he he, he doesn't take criticism, so. Yeah, uh, we can't. I'm I'm sorry, Nate, but yeah, we can't. Get You're gonna take criticism. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, he. He can be intimidating, but we haven't seen him be really, really intimidating yet as a villain. I mean, mm. maybe in see, the end of season one. In season most... one, you didn't you like you didn't know what he was about, what he was capable of. So it was definitely intimidating. But you know, he season... kills his he kills like a whole troop of his own men. You mm. know, just to send a message. Yeah, and then Jason Sudeikis is like, "You not your tear, fucking yeah." <laughs> and if he actually like you know killed Bo-Katan at the end of the episode, but he didn't. Like, that would have been a little more intimidating, too. He's like, oh, he just fucking killed her and almost yeah. killed Grogu. But, like... But that's Sap's favorite character. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, oh, um, whatever. <laughs> oh, John had really good information on, yeah. you know, um, all the Kyle Katarn stuff, and I didn't know anything about that. Like, he's the guy that yeah. created the, um... Dark Troopers in the first place, like the Dark Troopers are the third generation in this um, season, um, and they had just removed, you know, the actual human element. Uh-huh. So, I, I'm kind of interested to see if they like, if he, comes if he makes more and Kyle Katarn comes in. Which, I mean, I'm, well, Moff Gideon he's he's captured right right now. Yes, he's with Bo Katan. But you know how the last episode was called the rescue. What if the next one's called the escape and Moff Gideon escapes? <laughs> I mean, probably <laughs> it would make sense. He did the right? first time. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. He did. Um, I just want to highlight this is something stupid that Nick said when he was like, "Good thing Luke was there, or else to be fucking dead." That's <laughs> like all... my favorite like clip. <laughs> <laughs> we all be fucking dead. We'll be fucking dead. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. True. True. Um, and going back to Kyle Katarn for a second, like there have been rumors going around that Robert Downey Jr. is joining the Star Wars universe. I don't know if he'd be a good fit for <coughs> Kyle Katarn, but I could see him as, you know, um, our favorite blue guy. From don't say it. Rebels. I don't want it. See, I don't think I he'd don't be good as Thrawn. It. I don't really? think so. I don't want it. it. I don't know. He just doesn't, like, Thrawn is like, he, he's evil and British. And I like, want a Benedict Cumberbatch kind Benedict of vibe. Benedict Cumberbatch fits it better. Or, you know, just the actual guy that played him in the show. Yeah. Lars Mickelson's brother. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Lars Mickelson actually looks like the character because they designed him after. Yeah, so, I mean, that would make sense. Yeah. But, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. What's with all these, like, Sherlock of... actors? Because he was in Sherlock. I mean, like, well, I was going to say... Not that he's been in much recently. I guess I could say this more for Benedict Cumberbatch, where I'm just tired of seeing, like, Robert Downey Jr., being thrown into things, but that's not so much true as it is with Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch isn't, like, everything. But he's also, like, he's very versatile, and he can be thrown into things. Robert Downey Jr. plays, like, one type of guy. 
I mean, well, at least like recently. You should see his early career. Recently. Recently, yeah, he's recently. he's only played like the fun-loving kind of like yeah, but like dude, he's got some chops. No, I know that. Yeah, you got to see uh, less no, than like, zero. Over, like over like everything like most people have seen. Yeah, he he plays pretty much the same character. Yeah, he's or, or he's got, the straight man in like a comedy. I mean, his first thing after Endgame was Doctor Doolittle, so Ugh. I didn't even see that. I don't want to see that. Yeah. Oh, also, Alyssa, um, Ludwig Gorenson. That's the composer. Yes. The, <laughs> so the guess, one that made Space Dubstep really fucking awesome. Yeah. So. On a recorder. <laughs> yeah. The theme song is yeah. recorded on a bass recorder. Oh, Interesting. Yeah. Fun fact. All right. Lots of good information. I'm off getting everything there. Um, so, question four. For the returning guest characters, such as, you know, Cara Dune, Mayfeld, Fennec, um... And the new characters such as Boba, Bo-Katan, and Ahsoka. Um, what did you think of them, and who was your favorite? Yeah, boy, was there a lot of um, uh, contemplation. Well, not contemplation, but like a lot of lot. People had a lot to say about this one. Yeah, they really did. Give it a listen. Uh, for returning characters, Cara Dune, Mayfield, Fennec. Um, Cara Dune's stupid. Fennec's stupid. Mayfield, I didn't like the first time we saw him. However, his episode this season was pretty cool, so he redeemed himself. Boba, Bo-Katan, Ahsoka, what did you think of them? Uh, well, Boba, obviously, I'm a big Mando nerd, and uh, I don't know. I'm a fanboy for Mando's, so Boba's awesome. Bo-Katan was pretty cool. Ahsoka, it was pretty cool. You know, I'm a stickler on how she looks, and I think I think they did, pulled it off very well. The prosthetics for her... Mantrails were pretty cool. Um, the white sa- the white sabers debuting that was dope. Yeah, they did that very well. So I I'm not mad at anything. I think John Favreau and um, Dave Filoni have killed it as always. Who was your fave? <sighs> All of them. I think my favorite returning character. You know, it's Boba Fett. I think that he, um, as somebody who like loved the original movies and everything and the prequel i love all of star wars um getting to see like more of boba fett and actually watch him kick some serious ass was really neat and i liked that we got to see a little bit more into his backstory um as opposed to like you know seeing him speak only like maybe a few lines if we're lucky and just being a generic you know like clone bounty hunter (laughs) so it was really neat to see him um, come back so many years later and be like a genuine force to be reckoned with. Um, and I thought that he had some really great, like one liners and some really great, like, uh, just some really great lines and action sequences. And I liked that how, um, when I believe it was Bo-Katan who like made a comment about him not being a real Mandalorian and, he was like, I never said I was. And I was like, that's, he's a badass. So <laughs> it was really cool to see him actually be the badass that like, you know, um, people like assumed he was instead of being the mysterious like bounty hunter guy who like, we didn't get to see much of a backstory on. It was really cool for me to like, for me to see um, him actually show up, have a backstory and then like, kick loads of ass. 
Okay, favorite characters has to go to the ladies, the boss-ass bitch ladies of the season. We got Cara Dune, we got Fennec, we got Bogatan, and we got, again, my bitch, Ahsoka, the boss-ass bitch Ahsoka. Come on, seriously. Ahsoka, perfect fit. I didn't even realize that the actress of Ahsoka is Miss Rosario Dawson from fucking Rent. Like, I just researched it and put two and two together, and I was like, oh, shit, I know you. And I mean, girl, it's a perfect fit. And also, I didn't realize that Fennec was played by Ming-Na Wen, who's the voice of Mulan. I am stupid. (laughs) After seeing what Fennec has done in season one and season two, like, why was she not played as her character Mulan in the live action Mulan? I mean, granted, she's, she's a relatively older woman now, but she's great. And then, um, I heard about Boba Fett. I mean, I barely know what he is in the Star Wars trilogy because again, I've never fully seen all of it, but like, he was pretty badass from, you know, the perspective of someone who has never seen all the Star Wars movies, but then I got some context, and I'm like, oh, okay, so he's in it now? So, cool. Props to him. Badass in the show. I thought every single returning character did excellent this season. Like, every single character was just, like, amazing. Bill Burr's character was hilarious, and I I love when he, like, I, I I personally was very surprised when he shot the guy. I was like, no way! Um, but, uh, I think Boba Fett this character just coming back has been like my favorite character to come back so far. They did him right in that scene. They made him look like a badass. Like they finally like did his character justice, and it it was like boyhood dream there. Um, obviously seeing Ahsoka and Luke that was that was pretty good. Um, and then I like I like how they built bought, uh, brought Bill Burr back. That was good. Yeah. His character, it's funny because they, like, is like, kind of a filler episode and whatever, but they, like, kind of explored some of his past, you know? Yeah. You know? Right? Okay, so for the returning guest characters and new characters, what did you think of them? For the most part, I thought they were all pretty great. I mean, what's her name? Gina Carano, the lady who plays Cara Dune. She's not exactly Oscar-worthy. She, she She's doing her best, I guess, but... Uh... You know, it didn't really do anything for me. I, I did like uh, Mayfeld. He he had an interesting arc this season. We saw a different side of him. We saw his dark past, and we saw that he wasn't just some opportunistic shithead. He has, like, an emotional center. So that was that was cool to see that play out. And, um, you know, it was exciting to see uh, old classics like Boba Fett and Ahsoka. And, uh, I don't know, my favorite, I guess... Uh, Maybe Mayfeld. It was cool seeing what he did, but also how can you how can you say no to Boba? He's a legend. I'm sure a lot of people said it, but like I liked Boba Fett. Although I kind of I guess it kind of goes back to the point of what I was saying before about my eternal struggle with Star Wars is the fact that everyone always feels the need to keep relying back on nostalgia and going back to what was already done. Boba Fett got freaking eaten by one of those sand things. I'm drawing a blank on what they're called, but we all saw it in Jedi, my favorite movie, 
probably one of my all-time favorite movies. It was my favorite Star Wars movies. Probably one of my all-time favorite movies in general. He gets eaten. He gets burped up. Oh, his helmet gets burped up. You don't come back from that, bro. You got chewed up, digested. You don't come back from that. I thought Ahsoka was done really well. I remember watching a little bit of um, Clone Wars. So I thought some, I thought I saw some great comparisons. I liked how the actress, I don't know who, who she was, but she portrayed her really well. I don't know if this is a hot take or not, hot take or not, but I hate Bill Burr's character. I don't need a Boston alien, bro. Like go to your, go to your Sox game and call it a day. Go get your donkeys, you know, leave it, leave it at Harvard Yard. We don't, we don't need you. We don't need your character here. And the Boston accent is just so, it's like super obnoxious. I love it. I'm a huge Boston guy, but like, it, it, it's just too much for me. I, I really liked the Mayfeld episode, like the penultimate episode of the season. Um, I thought he was a great character. Uh, Bill Burr did a fantastic job, I thought, of just being this guy um, in the Star Wars universe, just trying to make his way. Uh, I really liked him. I, I like the story of how he got involved in the series as well, because Bill Burr has been a bit outspoken about how he doesn't really like Star Wars and whatnot, and he's publicly spoken about this. So John Favreau reached out to him and was like, "Hey, would you want to be in Mandalorian? Join the Star Wars universe? Like, see, taste it for yourself." And he accepted, and he loved the experience. From what I heard, uh, I love that story behind Bill Burr, and I thought he did a great job as Mayfeld. The Ahsoka reveal as well, and like her introduction in the series was awesome. Ahsoka is one of my all-time favorite Star Wars characters. She is awesome. I thought Rosario Dawson did an excellent job of playing her. She seemed to really have studied all like the animated series stuff and like got her movements down very, very well. She did an amazing job, and I love. I can't wait to see more of her in the Ahsoka series that they're going to have. Um, I, I'd say my favorite was probably Mayfeld just cause he had a bit more screen time and like he was a central part of that episode. Not that Ahsoka wasn't a central part of her episode, but I feel like that was just a little bit more. I don't know. I liked Mayfeld's story better, but Ahsoka, I'm excited to see more of her. All right. So, Lots of Bobas and Mayfelds in there as fair characters. And one in particular. <laughs> one in particular. <laughs> yeah, we're, we have a lot to talk about, Mr. Benice. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, so Mayfeld, his character, yeah, it was really, really good character arc from season one. More development than Ray had in the entire sequel trilogy in, in one scene. In one scene, yo, like holy shit, like yeah, crazy. Oh my god, I loved it. I mean, it's not. Is it really that hard to go from, like, to just show some sort of character development? Like they took one episode, he's a bad guy, and the next episode, oh, he's a sympathetic guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so crazy. <laughs> what? What? Oh my god. Um, yeah, but yeah, um. I mean, my favorite character is probably Boba. Uh, yeah, no. I, uh, <laughs> you're putting me in a position here. I loved Boba. I loved him. But the character development from Mayfeld, I think, is what did it for me, honestly. Yeah. 
Um, I can see that. I can but see that. also, not a, lo- not a lot of love goes out to Cobb Vanth, Timothy Olyphant's yeah, character. Yeah, we didn't even mention him. Nobody mentioned him. And I, mean, I was te- very uh, surprised. He technically wasn't a returning character. No, yeah, but I also, said, character, I also said new characters as well. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I mean... It's like it's, Ahsoka and stuff. Yeah, like, he... He was awesome. Like he yeah. was the skinny, skinny ass boba. He's a skinny boba. <laughs> he was what we used to be. Drinking too much boba tea. <laughs> I hate Shut myself. Up. It's okay. All right. Um, but but yeah, no. He, I, I loved his character. Like the first episode was like, oh, okay, yeah. I get, I could see him like returning in the future. He's. Just, I mean, he was great. I think he was good for one episode. He's good for one. Episode. Yeah, he's not. He's not remem- memorable. Obviously. So. <laughs> That's another thing I want to talk about at some point, but we'll get back to it. Um, so, um, where was I? Uh, Brain I, fart. Yeah, doesn't matter. All right, somebody, somebody take over for me while I'm trying to think. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, Fennec, I don't think she gets enough love. She's yeah. good. Yeah. No, I liked her. She's she she serves a purpose, and she fills fulfills that purpose. And that's why, very well. like, it's definitely there's some characters. That are good for one episode, like Cobb Vanth, and then there's some characters like Fennec where like you can kind of carry her through here and there. Like Cobb Vanth, he was good for one because like he has his like he was a side quest. He has his town, and then once Mando leaves, like you don't need to see him again. Like, you know, he's not gonna come around, like you don't really need it other than like especially because he doesn't have Boba's armor now. Yeah, he jacked his armor from him. Yeah. Where <laughs> like Fennec like served a purpose like she like she came in clutch like she was necessary and I'm assuming like she kind of will like kind of peep back in here and there yeah I mean she's part of the, she's probably kind of part of the gang right now yeah um, who else was there there was your favorite character ah <laughs> I love Bo-Katan so much okay I gotta know why though I don't fucking know why man over, like she everybody cool. else she's so cool like not I don't know I don't know I don't want to give that like what not trying to like shade anyone I'm not gonna be like oh I just love her because she's a boss ass bitch because like like I don't okay like I, I I don't know like why I just think she's cool I definitely want to fucking cosplay Bo-Katan that'd be cool I would love to do yeah. that I also um I'd look good with knowing the, with the red hair that I haven't my opinion That's here. An interesting ambition. My opinion here is a little questionable because I haven't finished Clone Wars. Ahsoka didn't do a lot for me. Ah, oh, dude, you gotta. You let... Ahsoka really didn't do a lot for me. I admit she didn't do too much in this episode. I wanted her episode. Well, because I was expecting so much more because we were all so excited for Ahsoka and it was mm-hmm. so hyped up. Yeah. And then she. It's, mm-hmm. Well, that's one of the things where it's more like. Like the the amazingness, like oh, you get to see the white lightsabers in live action. Oh, you yeah. get to see her, and you know, I just I kind of, and I know that it's because she's not like as much of a character as like Luke was. But I wish Ahsoka got similar treatment as to how Luke Skywalker did with the entrance. Like hers was cool. Yeah, it was just, she was just kind of there though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I admit. Yeah, like that that would have been that would have been cool if, she, if there was a little more mystery. Yeah. Yeah, I could, no, I could see that for sure. Um, or like, honestly, if they gave us less Ahsoka content in that episode, I think I would have liked her more. Does oh. that make sense? Like how like we like, got so more. little of Luke. Like less mm-hmm. is more. Yeah. But everything Luke did was fucking badass. Mm-hmm. Like if we got that with Ahsoka, I think we would have been good. I mean, I don't know. That fight with Mando in the woods 
where she starts coming at him. He's mm-hmm. all like blocking it with the best car. Like, oh, fun fact: did not know best car did that. Yeah, that, that was, was kind of like that's a cool. teaser for later on. Down yeah, the with road. the I love yeah. the foreshadowing of how the spear that he won was pure best car. Yeah, and then it comes back in the finale with Moff Gideon. Yeah, so cool. It was yeah. Um, going back a little bit to what you're talking about with Cobb Vanth being a one-off kind of guy, we thought um, Peli Mato, the the girl at um, uh, Mos Eisley Spaceport. Uh, the one with the little robots. Yeah. Uh, we thought she was going to be a one-off, but she came back. Yeah. So, like, I mean, she's I'm in Mos Eisley. A little so upset like, she, she, did, she did come back. but She's fucking funny. She was so funny in that episode. She's oh, my funny, God. funny, but it's like... Dude, she's so funny. I love it. <laughs> I don't know. She's, like, <clears throat> too quirky. So... You know, I don't know. She, there's something about her greets me. All right, whatever. Um, James had a lot of good information about, you know... Um, Mo Bill Burr, of course. Um, yeah. How he's not a big Star Wars fan, and then John Favreau's like, "Hey, yeah. want to be in this or whatever?" And that almost makes it better. Yeah, I think if if like you're actively going into this like not liking it, and like you're at least you're at least a fresh plate or yeah. clean slate, you know. So like you can really absorb into and like you're not you're not focused on it being like, "Oh my god, I'm in Star Wars, I'm in Star Wars." <laughs> you're you're being like, "Okay, well, how, what's my character doing?" You know what's his motivations and shit and mm-hmm. like you know it, i think we can all agree like that's one of the best scenes in the in the season where he shoots uh the night king yeah that's <laughs> what we're just gonna call him um, i think it's really funny because you talk about bill burr a lot like he's you, ama- you he's love the, the funniest guy. comedian i've ever seen i have no clue who he is so i'm just always gonna know him as that guy from mando <laughs> i literally have no clue who bill burr is oh my god <laughs> you gotta see some good bits I know you want to talk about Gina Carano for a little bit, right? I mean, James kind of covered it. G- yeah, James covers it later on in other. But... Oh, that's right. That's my bad. We'll but cut yeah, this out. we'll cut uh, this out. Okay. Um. So. Well, why don't we talk about? Well, actually, we'll no, we'll keep going. Because I want to talk about her character. Oh, Gina. Carano. I don't give a fuck about Gina Carano. Fucking, okay. I don't care about any of that. I just hate her character, which makes me hate her. Because, like. <laughs> Knowing, I don't we know, like separate the no, the because like from the knowing, art. like like <laughs> hearing the things I've heard about her, I just like I see so much of it in her character, which kind of makes me dislike her a little more. She's it definitely just, like I I I know exactly where you're coming from. Like I was I was fearful that like she would be like rah rah woman like the whole time. She like puts, I'm a tough woman. It just seems like stuff. she puts no effort into it. Yeah. She's such a boring character. I think she's, like, funny. She's a cool, like, I al- think she's, ally to She's definitely better in season two. Definitely better in season two. I just two. don't... Yeah. She, like, she does... She's also she does not, nothing she's not an actor. for me. And, like... She does nothing for me. She's an MMA fighter. That's she, an actor. <laughs> it just She just... I don't know. She... Or I big... I punch... Yeah, I get you. That's what I. I that's rock what I em, suck em, robot. I think she's just like she serves <laughs> just she serves just enough to where like I don't I'm not like annoyed by it. You know what I mean? It's like she when Mando said he needed access to Mayfield, she's like I gotta pull a lot of strings for that, and then she just you never see her have like a problem with it again. It's like she's so like like everything where she talks about like being like anti-like imperial or whatever yeah it just, you, I, just I never get any of that like yeah. i don't get any emotion from her yeah i mean she's an alderanian so that's like, where i get her emotion from yeah like, i mean and her, it's her motivation you, we, we we don't see anything on alderaan anyway no so it's like that's kind of like all implied mm-hmm. emotion and stuff so like 
I can understand where you don't really get too much from her. Yeah. But, but like, you know. She bores me. Yeah, she, she, she bores me and then she the most, annoys me. Yeah, she's not the most interesting character. But, like, I think she has a little more substance than, like, Fennec, you know? Well, Fennec might get fleshed out more a little See, in but the I, show, so. I kind of... I feel like I kind of think the opposite. Like, I I like that Fennec is more subtle. Fennec doesn't have, like, anything to do, though. She tips, she kicks over a boulder on some stormtroopers, and she's a sniper. <laughs> yeah. She's just... I don't know. Fennec's classier. Well, yeah. That, that, I think that's kind of the point, though. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah. I mean, but... She sucks. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, <laughs> on with the show. So, question three. Or... Question five. Wow, I am. <laughs> way, I am. Way off. Shut up. Okay? Shut the fuck up. I'm fine. No, it's questions. No, this is. I love. No, no, five. no. I love five. that. Question five. I wow. love that. Really, like, shut the fuck up. I'm fine. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, question five is: What's next for season three? Well, considering the fact that from that massive cliffhanger and just realizing that Den still has the dark saber because you know Bo-Katan did not want to take that dark saber just having a freebie just here just just take the dark saber the the whole thing between din and bokatan that's going to be like a fight for what i heard it's going to be more of like a game of thrones but probably going to be written better for this show i expect a fight between them to happen just to be ruler mandalore even though din doesn't want to be doesn't want to do any of the fighting, just wants to give the Darksaber and just do his own thing. I think they're probably going to do the whole plot line where Bo-Katan tries to retake Mandalore and unite all the Mandalorians. And I think Mando is probably going to end up helping her out. And we definitely haven't seen the last of the child uh what's next year's season three i honestly don't know evan says the mandalorian like they're gonna explore mandalore culture and then him and bo-katan are gonna you know do something with the sword i don't know i kind of hope they like keep well, keep exploring to, stuff that we don't know about you know they either have to duel or get married but they were talking about main all that conversation about mandalore on the season two finale mm-hmm you're just going to say all that and not expect us to wait on a storyline for that? Yeah, that's true. What's next for season three? I think uh, we're never going to see Baby Yoda again. Goodbye. Sorry, the child. I think he's gone for good. I mean, think about it. He's 50 years old now. You've got another 100 years before he can, like, walk on his own or some stupid shit. So we're never going to see that. Um, I think they definitely teased the Ahsoka show, so we're going to see Ahsoka... And maybe Ezra will come back and then they're chasing down Thrawn somehow. So maybe there'll be some crossovers with a Bo-Katan show or something. However, I think Mandalorian Season 3 will be Jin, Jaren, and Bo-Katan probably trying to go back to take Mandalore. So as uh, since Mando has the Darksaber, he's theoretically the ruler of Mandalore with whatever's left of Mandalore. So I'm interested to see if he'll keep that or give it up. Uh, Bo-Katan, like I said, she's washed out, so she got to go anyways. Um, that's season three, and then Book of Fett shall be dope. You know, uh, I've always told everyone my favorite parts of the original Star Wars trilogies was like the last hour of Empire and the first hour of Return. So that's like, uh, like Cloud City 
stuff on Empire where we see Boba Fett and Han Solo getting frozen in Carbonite and then the Jabba's Palace scene in uh, Return. So Jabba's Palace is my favorite and I can't wait to see what Boba Fett does and maybe they'll explain how he survived the Sarlacc. Did the Sarlacc find him indigestible? I don't know. But we shall find out and it'll be real fun and I'm sure I'll be around then to talk about it. I predict that Mando is going to somehow come to uh, Baby Yoda's re- uh, rescue. I-, I-, I know that for a fact. I don't know how else they're going to have those two together without like somebody being in peril. Or maybe it'll be the other way around. Maybe the role will be reversed. Like Man- Mando gets caught by Imperials and you know Baby Yoda's got like, oh... I sense, I, I sense like he's in danger and has to go after him. And then, you know, he leaves Mark Hamill wherever they are and joins up with everybody else and maybe saves him this time around. Um, but, you know, I, that's, that's, all, that's me just trying to make predictions out of nowhere. I, I have absolutely no idea. But whatever it is, I'll, I'll definitely watch it for sure. And I could be wrong on this because they did a really good job with the CGI when they had um, Luke on for however long he was on that episode, I can't see them continuously doing that for for how many episodes he could could or may not be in for next season. So I think his appearance in the show will be very minimal, if not at all. But then again, I could be wrong. Maybe Disney up their CGI game, and now they're like. They're confident that uh, they could like have Mark Hamill in the entirety of season three. I don't know. Oh God, I don't honestly know. Like, I, I really don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know if they're gonna just have like little bits of Grogu in his training. I don't know if they're gonna have Mando doing other stuff. I really don't know because like the whole basis of the show was for Mando to get Grogu to a Jedi to train him without him getting him killed or kidnapped or whatever. Because everybody, like, obviously after Order 66, everybody wanted all of the Jedi dead. So now you're, like, wondering, what are they going to do next? And initially, like, because they had announced all of those new shows and Book of Boba Fett wasn't one, Mike and I kind of were thinking, like, is is Book of Boba Fett going to just be the third season? Like, maybe. But then we actually read into it and that was not the case at all. So we were kind of happy about that. But, like, I have a feeling, like, they're going to get about halfway through the season and then they're going to be, like... Mando really misses him like he's got to go back and go get his buddy or another thing that could happen is almost like if Grogu and Luke are in training and then some sort of bad thing happens and they have to like and he Mando finds out and has to go back and save him and Luke like that would be pretty cool too but honestly I'm I'm really excited to see where season three goes um and I'm just hoping that Pedro Pascal doesn't like lose his shit again for like not having his face on camera because I think that was like a huge issue in production for them. But I, I'm actually really excited to see what's going to happen with this because, you know, you on one hand, you have like that whole part of the show that's all Grogu, all like now Luke Skywalker and Mando. But then on the other hand, now you have Mando in charge of all of Mandalore. Bo-Katan really angry at him because she want her big dark laser sword thing it's the dark saber don't hate on me all right leave me alone um but like you also could have them like butting heads and like trying to really duke it out trying to figure out who's going to wield the dark saber and who's going to be the big man of Vandalore. but honestly you really i just have no idea 
uh, for next season, I think that they're gonna like either have Jin just doing like bounty hunter stuff again, and have like a lot of the recurring characters come back for like missions, or they're gonna cut the little baby Yoda doing his little training, and it's gonna be amazing. I don't think they're gonna do that because then they would have to like pay a lot of money to either CGI Mark Hamill or bring in who we want them to play Mark Hamill. Um, you know, Sebastian Stan. Uh, I really hope it's going to be just as good. I know that they said in a recent interview or something, like they're going to make the show short and sweet. So I'm really hoping they like at least do another two seasons, but I could definitely see them like finishing off the show one, two more seasons. Hopefully not, but I think it's just going to be like adventures of Jin having fun next season. And that was question five. Five. Not wow. three. Wow, I was having trouble. Now yeah. you're having trouble. Hey, I've, I'm two drinks in, so. Yeah, so am I. Shut up. Oops. Just, okay. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, pretty pretty uh, good consensus that um, there's going to be a Mandalore arc. Yes. It's pretty It's pretty clear, cut and dry, that there's going to be some sort of res- resolution to the conflict between Bo-Katan and... Din. Mando. Mando. Just say Mando. Mando. I actually... I kind of hope that season three is all Mandalore. Because I want to see, like... We could get a lot of growth with Mando himself, like... Learning the difference between, like, what he believes mm. to be Mandalorians versus what they actually are. That's that's a good that thought. That would be interesting. Yeah. Ooh. Also, like, not knowing anything about what... Like happened to Mandalore. Yeah. Like, I don't know fucking shit about... Because I know, like, people were... Like, there's a lot of, like... People are back and forth on Bo-Katan because of, like, whatever she was, like, before versus what she's been in the show. Mm-hmm. That means nothing to me. Mandalore means nothing to me. So, like, mm-hmm. having a Mandalore arc, I think it's going to be really interesting. Yeah. Because I'm going to learn a lot. Yeah. Hopefully I'll finish Clone Wars by then. Yeah, hopefully. It's like a year away, so. Do hopefully. you guys want more Grogu content in season three? <laughs> That's exactly where I was just going to go. So, my thoughts on season three are um, definitely Mandalore. It's going mm-hmm. to happen. But I don't want to see more Grogu. There was a perfect series finale, as Benice said earlier. Like, knowing Disney, they're just going to fucking oh, bring yeah. it back. No, without a doubt. Like, they're going to so. keep shoving Grogu content down our throats. Yeah. But do you want it? I I love him. But I I don't think we need him. I really don't. Like, I would like to see... Like, maybe, like, like end of season three. Or, like, if we get a season four. Like, having him, like, come back. Kind of similar to, like, an Ahsoka moment. Because, like, like, I don't know. Like, I don't... I know that... Um... I don't know. Who's the guy who hates... This season, Benice. Benice? Yeah. yeah, um, he was the one who was saying how it's gonna be a hundred years before he like walks, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like knowing that it would take forever kind of sucks because I would love to see him come back and have like a moment with Mando where he has some kind of like some where he form can talk of and stuff. yeah, just like something so they can have a moment and then he can just like tap out and like officially like leave. Yeah, they can probably rush something where, like, like, I mean, like, where like, like, he, he, kind he says of, one word or something. He kind of... They already had that moment like, when bah. Mando took off his helmet. Yeah. Oh. But... <laughs> like, Bring I, back the tears. I want to have like a... Like a series three finale 
with like Rogan showing up and like coming in clutch for something. Yeah. And then like tapping out. That would be good. Like so, I want. You got it. I need one more like final goodbye, basically. Like I need a little more closure because I don't think that they ended it like. It's just like it's leaving me wanting like a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because like like I know they they the way they ended it like they're I know we're gonna get more. And I don't want that. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. I'm rambling a lot. Yeah, maybe what happens is like Mando's in trouble. Like he something's got him or mm-hmm. attacking him, and then Grogu just you know uses the force and pull, pulls him up out of danger or something. Like, like that. just give me some good. I just need like one moment. Yeah, of Grogu coming in clutch. Like give me a Luke <laughs> moment with Grogu. You know. <laughs> But I know that's not going to happen because he's going to need to be like 735 before he can say hello. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm see. I don't know. I, I I my cynical brain wants to say that like they they won't bring back or they'll they'll bring back Grogu just because the profits. But like, uh, I don't know. You have hope because of Filoni and Favreau. Filoni and Favreau have they've shown pretty pretty good initiative yes mm-hmm. and they've had they've shown pretty good control over this but, series they haven't let um <laughs> certain individuals well so here's the thing though <laughs> yes. cloud the judgment everyone's gonna want luke content yeah but like have it be its own have it be like a short film or something yeah or like with sebastian but, stan with sebastian stan yeah okay but it's it's like we're gonna like, are they gonna... I'm scared that they're gonna split season three between, like, half of a Mandalore arc and then half of, like, a Luke and Grogu arc. Nah, and I hope that... Like, I'd be fine with, like, one episode Luke is of too Luke big. and Grogu. He's too big to be involved in, in such a small show. Stop relating everything in Star Wars back to the fucking Skywalkers. Yeah. Stop but no, it. but that's the thing, though, is, like, you say he's too big, but why is he here now? Well, because he's, like, the only plausible Jedi other than, like, Ezra... But they, pr- but yeah. no one knows what happened to him. So uh, yeah, but side Ezra and Ke- Cal, which, nobody knows what happened to him either. Yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah, he's he was like he was the last one to mm-hmm. that could that could have shown up, and yeah. like you know, he's starting he's starting to rebuild the order. I don't like the grim the grim uh, realization that he could that Grogu could be killed by Ben Solo, which might come up in the next question. Yeah, but yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I don't want Luke and Grogu. I just, I, I don't think I don't think he'll Final come back. Answer. I really, I'm with Sean on this one. I don't think he'll. I don't think he's yeah, coming no, back. They I, they really ended it definitively. Um, I don't know what definitively. Know. There might be a little something else that comes up. In well, the I next mean, question too. With Mike, what Mike was saying about the CGI, like, um, you know how like they're gonna they're gonna if they're if, if wherever Grogu is, Luke is gonna have to be there. Mm-hmm. So, but so they're gonna have to spend you know, millions on CGI or they're going to get Sebastian Stan, which is still millions of dollars. Mm, not millions. If it's a cameo, not millions. He's a big, he's a big actor. He's not a big actor. He's like a, he's, he's a big like actor. A, he's like a high. We know his actor. name. Why do I always picture Rami Malek when I think of Sebastian Stan? Th- I don't know. That's weird. That's, is it though? <laughs> he's not a big actor. He, he doesn't no, look like I'm Rami saying, Malek at all. I kind of, I kind of get similar vibes, I guess, but this entire time you've been saying Sebastian Stan and my head is giving me like Josh. When from- a soldier. Sebastian I know Stan. who that oh, is. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I know who he is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I also don't picture him as Winter Soldier because I think, like, short hair is Sebastian Stan, uh, not long hair. Really? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Interesting. 
know. Well, I don't know where I went uh, on this one. I think I think it was Alyssa that mentioned um, Pedro Pascal was upset about the mask. I have something to say about this one. Okay. He's upset about what? He was wearing- upset. About, okay, so apparently the rumor is that he was upset about wearing the mask, so mm-hmm. he was like um, offset most of the time in season two. Mm-hmm. But I found out looking in because um, there's a lot of drama around uh, this girl named Grace Randolph who's like a big Star Wars like insider kind of mm-hmm. girl like she has like she has a source apparently but um a lot of other reviewers came down on her after the re- the rest of the season came out because everything that she said was was propagating with rumors mm-hmm. was completely false in every way and um it was it is um I'm not sure if the rumor that like Pedro Pascal didn't want to wear the helmet or something or he was bitching about that I'm not sure if that was like completely true mm-hmm because th- that was the, how they did it in season one anyway. Mm-hmm. They had him do the voice and have him be on set in the suit for very particular scenes when he needed to be there. So, yeah, and you know, so, the stunt doubles for all the action scenes, basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the stunt doubles base is the guy that's in the suit the whole time. It's it's well, the Darth the Vader time, situation. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that sucks. Yeah. It takes a little bit of magic away. I know. But yeah, so I'm not sure if that's like if that's complete. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really upset right now. I'm upset. Like it makes shut I'm the upset. fuck up. We did this episode. We're done with it. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. You did it to yourself. You walked right into it. <laughs> next question, please. All right. So the next question, uh, we decided to get everybody that we possibly could on this question. Trying to steal my thunder here? Yeah. All right. Yes, I am. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so we decided to get everybody in on this one. Um, anyone who submitted questions um, uh, for their other thoughts. So uh, here's that. Dick. Oh yes, I, I do. I do want to talk about something. That that one scene with the the, the creature thing in the in the tube. In one of the episodes, I forgot what it was, but Dan and his buddies were like, "What the hell is this shit?" We all know that's probably Snoke being, like, developed on there. Just being made and all that sort of stuff. People thinking that Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni just rewriting, like, erasing the sequel trilogy as a whole, thinking that way, no, that's not what's happening. I want to know your thoughts on that part uh, how like people are just like thinking this sort of thing just because I don't think that's just that's not the case they're just expanding the lore for Star Wars just to have like another perspective of like if anybody's gonna be watching the sequel trilogy again it's just gonna be like from information from from like canon comics and you know from Mandalorian and all that sort of thing it's just gonna be you know, expanding the lore and just having, like, a new feeling for the sequel trilogy as a whole. Except for The Rise of Skywalker. In my opinion, even though it's fine, I would have preferred seeing the one cut where it was supposed to be called Duel of Fates and seeing that one, one director guy just, like, having his plot points on there to be, like, recognized, but that's besides the point but anyways from seeing that that snoke thing i want to hear your thoughts about that 
movie drunk. Sorry for wasting a little bit of time there, but you know. I think that comes with the territory for being movie drunks where you just getting uh, sidetracked and all that, which, yeah. I'd like kind of to press upon uh, Tython, as weird as it sounds, just the planet itself. Because this is one thing that I I read from a lot of comics. Uh, I think it was when the... Between Clone Wars and Revenge of the Sith, when there was this comic line about Tython and how the Jedi accumulated there before they dispersed throughout the galaxy. And from descriptions and pictures of it, it seems to be more of a diverser looking... I mean, obviously, they don't show, they don't show every single part of the planet in that episode. It's like one part of it right it's it's mountainous with a little desert area from what i remember that that episode but typhoon's supposed to be like part snowy part foresty part uh deserty planet it's like it's not like just it's like if you put tatooine hoth and endor together and from what i from when Ahsoka Tano said, go to Tython. I was like, oh, we're going to see like maybe a Jedi temple in the snow or maybe in the forest or underneath a desert. But no, it's just a bunch of rocks, uh, like Stonehenge on top of a mountain. That's all it was. And I was depressed about that. Do you guys want to know kind of a quick funny story about Boba and just the whole, the whole Fett situation? So when I was a kid, uh, when I saw episode two, me and my brother were having a continuous argument of who Boba like really was. They're like, I, for some odd reason in my, my seven year old brain was in, yeah, I was seven. My seven year old brain was like, yeah, like Boba, it's his uncle for some odd reason. I don't know. We really weren't listening to the plot. I was like, you know, when you're seven year old, seven years old, you don't really listen to the plot. You're like, hey, lightsabers and explosions basically. So me and my brother were getting into this argument the whole entire time. And my mom who does not like star Wars is like, did you guys fucking listen to the movie? It was like, he's this clone. And me and my brother just went, no, it's definitely his uncle. It's definitely his uncle. Like for the whole entire time until like I rewatched and I'm like, oh wait, she's right. Um, I guess they have to answer the question of who saved him, who saved Grogu. I have a theory that it was the librarian from the Jedi temple because she technically did survive. It's in the comics. Vader kills her. Um, Maybe that, that that's something that needs to be answered. Um, what happened? I, I, I can't wait to see what happens with Boba and the Boba show. Is it going to be him getting revenge? Like, is it because it's the book of Boba Fett? Does that mean he had it? Could, I think it means he has a book of people he has to get back at. And the first one was fucking Bib Fortuna. You know, and and the huts. He took them. He took over the place. Now that could happen, or the storyline could be whether the storyline could be um, it's him and you know Frenic against the fucking against um, the hut the hut cartel. Who knows? It's a four. It's a four episode thing. I cannot wait to see that though. And but if they do go the way of the little black book thing, like a little book of names he gets to kill. Mace Windu's on that fucking list, most likely. It'll be a good way to bring back Mace Windu. Everyone wants him alive. Who knows? Also, I'm sorry, but I am not excited for the Obi-Wan show. I am sorry. Hot take. 
Why? Why? Like, what? What story can you do? He's on a fucking desert planet, watching over Luke. What's he? Who's he gonna fight? Fucking the Hut Cartel. He's gonna fight a crate dragon, some fucking Tuscan Raiders. What possible story can you do with it? You're gonna just do a bunch of flashbacks. He's gonna be sad, alone in the desert. Meanwhile, all he does is watch over Luke. He's gonna probably. This probably. I'm betting you right now. There's gonna be a scene. Where Luke's getting bullied, and he's just gonna come out of nowhere and help him. I'm telling you, it's just what, like what can they do? We already saw in Rebels when he kills that, that he kills Maul. He hasn't seen Maul up until that point. What what the fuck? Maybe they could do it where he he helps bring down Maul from, um, you know, he, Maul was the leader of a whole cartel at that point, a whole a whole crime syndicate. Maybe he brings them down. That could be the story, and then they could have fucking Ray Park come back in for that. But why? There's there's no reason to do an Obi Wan show. I'm sorry. There's just nothing there. It could be a book. Make it a book, and that's it. So it was a very interesting season. Um, I know there's been controversy surrounding um, the actress who plays Cara Dune, um, whose name I now forget, which is upsetting. It's on the tip of my tongue, but whatever. Um, I know there were some things that she said. Yeah, yeah, Gina Carano. Yeah. Um, she said some stuff that angered a lot of people, which I, I understand um, if she agrees or has different ideas than other people. Um, but I, I don't think that we need to hold that accountable to her job as an actress. It's not like we're holding other people's jobs up just because of political beliefs. I don't know. I, I don't know the full scope of what she said, so I don't want to like back myself into a corner here like speak out of my ass but uh i'm a little upset at how cancel culture that's a hot button word um is sort of straying people away from an actor or actress doing their job because i mean obviously she's no political expert you don't have to give a shit at all what she thinks politically you know like she's she can do her job and think how she wants to think. Um, I I don't know why I went on to that weird tangent, but that, that's all I could think of. <laughs> How's Grogu doing? <laughs> I'm worried about him. Yo, you know, I know something really funny. It didn't hit me that Luke showed up because Grogu did the call like a couple days after I watched the episode. Like, remember when Grogu was doing the yeah. call? Hopefully a Jedi would hear about it, you know? I didn't... I It didn't click with me that that was from that. <laughs> it took a couple of days. What else do you want to talk about? Um, <clears throat> do you think... Oh, this is a good one. Danny, I hope you put this in. Do you think this the show will still be as successful without Grogu? I don't know. Grogu. I Sorry. think the, like, hardcore Star Wars fans, like, yeah. they actually, like... Oh, yeah, like us? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll watch, watch it no matter what. Because it's no matter what. Yeah, but there's probably but, like, some, the kid, like, like the kid, yeah, kids, kids and, like... the girls that are watching it that aren't mm-hmm. huge Star Wars fans. Grogu's gone? All right, what's the point? Yeah, right. No. That's why I hope they don't add another cute, like, Yeah. Because they're going to have to all attention from yeah. Grogu. Yeah, Grogu, yeah. Oh, do you... Okay, I guess I got two things. Do you think... <laughs> I'll do this again. Do you think that Dave Filoni and Happy Hogan are gonna take over 
take over Disney Star Wars, like how Kevin Feige is kind of like the director of Marvel. I'm not saying like he's the director, but like, do you think <laughs> Dave and dude, why can't I remember his name? John Favreau. Do you think they're gonna like? I wouldn't be surprised. They're gonna be like the Russo brothers equivalent. Mm. That'd be that'd be smart, dude. That'd be smart. Yeah. Like, holy crap. Like, that's how you'd be successful. Um, I definitely want to talk about the uh, Book of Boba Fett. I think it's going to be amazing um, just for the way they set it up as well with him, you know, basically taking over the Hut cartel. Um, I think it's going to be fantastic. Like, with the way they played off his character already, if it continues on that level, it's going to be, like, really, really good. And expanding on Ahsoka's story, like, after Clone Wars is going to be amazing. Like, who she could interact with. They could bring back, you know, like, Hayden Christensen as, like, Force Ghost, maybe. Well, I don't know. They might. But, like, every one of those sideshows that are coming up looks amazing. I'm, like, very interested in what they do with High Republic. I really hope they do a really good job with Old Republic stuff that they announced that kind of, like, kind of got pushed to the wayside. But, like, what they're going to do with the Old Republic thing is literally my most looked forward thing i really hope they do it well i really hope they cast it well because it could be amazing time for star wars another scene that i really love is when mando has to go back to navarro um to um i forget to do something or whatever and he has to bring grogu um you know, in a safe place, like they usually do. They have to keep him in a safe place in order to for him to not get captured or killed. And they bring him into um they bring him into this classroom with a droid and a bunch of like human kids. <laughs> and he sees one kid holding blue macaroons, which I didn't even know what they were. I thought they were like um like food version of like the glow in the dark juice that they had, but then like later found out it was macaroons. And the and Grogu wants the macaroons, and the kid's like, "No, they're mine." And he just uses the force, and it's just like, "Oh, it's mine now, bitch." <laughs> He's just eating it like, mm-hmm, "This is mine now. I have magic powers. You can suck it." Like <laughs> that kid is so cute. I really also, like, I know I talked about the parallel between Rogue One and, uh, like, the Luke Skywalker moment that we had with the Dark Troopers at the end of the second season, but another parallel that I kind of saw that I thought was really, really cool was, like, you see the death scene of Darth Vader, and he is kind of, like, sitting there on his deathbed. Luke lifts off his helmet, and you just, like, see his eyes, and you're like, oh, God, he went to the light side. He finally realized his mistakes damn it, he's dead, that fucking sucks. But, like, the other thing is that, like, you can kind of compare that to the way that Mando takes off his helmet and looks at Grogu minutes before Grogu goes off with Luke. This is a man that literally only took his helmet off to get access to Moff Gideon's ship in order to save Grogu. And the only person that he's going to take his helmet off for is that little man, little Grogu. He's so fucking cute. Like, how could you not want to do anything for him? So... Like, you sit there, and it's almost like the same moment. Like, they're looking in each other's eyes, and Grogu finally sees his face, and he's like, holy shit, that's what that guy looks like? Damn. My really cool dad looks so cool. He's even more badass under the helmet. Like, honestly, that was a really, really cool moment for me. And then another thing that I keep hearing about, which it's obviously it's a rumor, it's like a fan theory, but 
I really hope that somehow that little fucking ball from the ship becomes a part of Grogu's lightsaber. There's a lot of people that want it to happen because that would just be so fucking cute. I would die if that happened. I would actually die a little bit because that's really adorable. I'm also really mad that Mando didn't give it to him at the end of the season before he left. Because, like, I know the ship blew up and everything, but, like, you're going to tell me he didn't fucking save the ball. Like, he fucking carried that shit around with him everywhere, okay? That was his little man's favorite toy. I mean, there's, like, there's, like, some little things. Um, I, <laughs> I think it's, it, it was interesting to see, uh, like, in my own, like, fangirl way, I, I was really, like, fascinated with, with Din and Grogu and their relationship, obviously. I think everybody was. But I just, I thought it was really cute how, like, especially when they dropped him off at that school while they went and took care of, you know, grown-up business. Um, and Din was so afraid to, like, leave him behind because he was just like wherever he goes i go i have to be there and uh cardoon's character was like dude chill it's a school for kids relax like it's it's fine he's okay um i thought that was cute but i think um again it what i really like want to focus on is really the finale um because that's when some huge things take place uh i think when um that dark saber bit goes down um and Bo-Katan's like like he Din is literally like I don't want this I just want the kid like I want no part of this I just want my son please take the stupid sword I don't want this um and, and Bo-Katan's like no I'll take it from your cold dead body essentially because she just won't take the sword and I thought that was really annoying but like I get it um and another thing about the finale is I mean yeah it was cool to see like have it be Luke Skywalker um Obviously, because everybody knows who Luke Skywalker is if you're watching this show. You know, like if you watch anything about Star Wars, you know who Luke Skywalker is. So obviously it was really cool to see like his entrance and then have the Jedi that connects with Grogu to be a Skywalker. But I do think it would have been cool too um, to have it be a lesser known Jedi uh, to see somebody else instead of a Skywalker, um, maybe shy away from that name and kind of go off on a different storyline, a different Jedi's path, you know, like introduce somebody else. Um, because we have as a like a fandom been beat over the head with the Skywalker name. So it would have been cool to see maybe somebody else be introduced and see see maybe Grogu go with somebody else and have them maybe come back later. Is there anything I want to talk about? Yeah, there's a little something I want to talk about. It's the fact that Disney got rid of Grogu. Now he's with Luke Skywalker. And uh, as we know, Luke starts this school. And then this little guy named uh, Ben goes and slaughters everyone just like his grandfather. So we'll see what happens. Do I honestly think this is the end that we, the end we see of Grogu? Of course not. Because it's Disney, they're making way too much money on him. So obviously they're going to bring him back. Anyone who actually thinks Grogu is gone doesn't know how the world works when it comes to money and any sort of character that they, Disney makes money on. Because they made a killing on Olaf back when it first came out. And if you look at uh, Frozen 1 versus Frozen 2, you saw a lot more Olaf in Frozen 2. So if you really think Grogu's gone, he's not. I don't know how they'll bring him back, but I'm certain they will. Ultimately, I'm always entertained by anything Star Wars. And at the end of the day, that's what I want. I want anything that I watch to be entertaining. I'm a little under, I was a little underwhelmed. 
I know it's going to be a hot take. People will come at me, and that's fine. Is there anything I want to talk about? <clears throat> well, um, I guess the one thing is the, the final scene of the show where Luke Skywalker shows up. That was cool and all, but honestly, the CGI was a bit too uncanny valley. And it was just kind of a weird choice when they already have Sebastian Stan cast as uh, Luke. Last time I checked, a younger version of Luke. Like, they could have just used him instead of Mark Hamill CGI to look younger. That 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 effect has never worked for me. Like, in The Irishman, it was just weird seeing, you know, 70-year-old Robert De Niro play a 20-year-old. It's just, just kind of odd. But, you know, besides that, you know, it was a pretty great season. And, uh, you know, pretty great effects. And so I guess that's it. Honestly, that was the the last episode was all I really wanted to talk about in just how fantastic and pure Star Wars goodness that The Mandalorian is as a TV show is all like wrapped up and put into a single episode, which is the season finale. So if you haven't seen it yet, I definitely recommend watching it. It's Luke Skywalker. Come on now. Lots of really good thoughts from everybody here. I mean, yeah, a lot. I, and there's a lot. Very diverse. Of different things. Like the first thing I want to talk about that I wrote down was um where is it? Oh, yeah, so um episodes 1 and 4 are easily the most forgettable of the season. Mm-hmm. It's like nobody really remembers episode one or four, like four especially. Like nobody fucking remembers what happens to that episode. I was literally just yeah. about to ask you what happened in episode four. Yeah, that's the <laughs> yeah. one with the, with well, Joe Joe Foreign was talking about uh, with uh, Snoke in the tube. Yeah, yeah. The one with Grief Karga and Cara doing her back. Yeah, and like that thing. so, given that that's why I with, forgot with it. the Snoke in the tube, I think. I think it might be Snoke. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it's him in that too, but it's something they're definitely working with. With you know, some sort of blood. I think it's something to do with with the with the Emperor. So like you know, I they're probably not erasing the sequel trilogy. They're trying trying to make it more concrete. Which I mean, I'm a fan. I don't know. I'm not, I'm going to say I'm a. I misspoke. I'm not sure if I'm a fan of it, but um, it's the only plausible way because I do. I'm I'm not a fan of the sequel trilogy. Really? That, no shit crazy right so um but i don't i don't agree with just erasing it completely and just ignoring it Mm -hmm. like i think if i guess the best best course of action is to just do the ultimate alternate timelines thing with like through the force vision thing so that that rebels introduced um where you can have multiple timelines now i don't even remember i don't even remember that it's it's an ezra thing and it's oh it's kind of bullshit but like what what else are you gonna do? Because like, hmm. I, I mean, I'd really like to see them redo Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And I know you get away from the Skywalker saga, but like, I'd, I'd like to see him done right. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. Or um, like, just I'd like to see see it end with as Anakin as a central piece because in the original saga, Anakin's definitely the the main character. Yeah, it's true. For, to have Ray be the new main character and have you know, like, because like it's all it should be all be about Anakin's legacy, but it's not. It's not at all. Yeah, you know what I mean. But so back to the episodes as a whole for a second. Um, one and four. It doesn't mean they're not important though. I mean, four like it gives you like the at the very end, you know, the dark troopers and everything, and Moff Gideon just being menacing as fuck. But 
Um, it's it's very side questy that episode. You get some cool Baby Yoda moments, yeah. Yeah, you one, get some one through four. They're just side quests. And seven. Yeah, and seven. <laughs> um, one was important though too. Like he was trying to find out where to find Mandalorians. So I mean, it, it makes sense in the like. Yeah, it's all about think of the story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sep, what what was your um, any other first thoughts that you could think of off the top of your head? Other thoughts? I haven't been listening for the past two minutes. Okay. I was watching a TikTok. Well, this is why we're asking you what That's you why, think. Yeah, what do you think about? What? Okay. Um, I said I know, so that's why you're asking me. Okay. It would, you were whispering. I know. I, whisper. I like to do that. Are we just going to whisper and make ASMR? Yeah. I guess we are. Anyway, um, <laughs> Mike Mike talked about Tython, which, mm. not going to lie, dude, curveball. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, uh, I think it's kind of interesting that, like, you know, um, so we were, we were kind of talking earlier while we were listening to it. Uh it's just earth. <laughs> Typhon yeah. is just earth, right? Just like, you mentioned there's all this desert, there's woods, there's ice. That's fucking earth, Mike. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Look out, buddy. I mean, but I do like the so idea proud. that he's... I do like the idea that he's getting at with... Yeah, um, no. I agree. Um, you, know, you know how, like, Mustafar, like, turned from a lava planet to, like, a... Uh, ashen forest yeah i guess yeah that was weird like so it's, it's nice but it's kind of a cool idea that the planets evolve and they're not all they're not like, like first of all it not only is it it's not all just one terrain for the entire mm-hmm. planet it has different seasons and different like times that it can be a different thing that's a good point so you could ultimately you could have unlimited amounts of like you know with like four or five planets you could have unlimited amounts of terrain that you could think of um fun fact my current farm on my stardew valley <laughs> playthrough <laughs> i named it musta farm i love it Most, that's actually hilarious thank you <laughs> <laughs> uh, my chickens are named um boba Django, cody and rex right now i love it so fucking... well, no, no, it's my it. favorite thing and then the Star Trek. Never yeah, mind. Let's keep... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I it, t- it tastes like Obi Wan. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, I always forget that the Star Drop tells you it reminds you of the taste of your favorite thing. It always fucks me up. I always you keep forget. sending it in the group chat. I'm like, stop. <laughs> Every time it happens, I have to remind what you. What does Obi Wan taste like? Ask my Star Trek Valley character. Valley. Valley. That's my Star Trek Valley. Sorry. All right. Um, um, getting back to this, John had some really good stuff again. Well, hold on. We're we're skipping over Chris. Are we going to talk about every single person? Here? Yes, we are. Yeah, Fuck. we have to right. get everyone. Okay. Uh, How dare you skip Chris? I miss him. Chris. What? Chris and his. <laughs> what the hell you? was that story? <laughs> It's Chris and his family. It's fine. I didn't quite understand what he was getting at. Is he saying that Django is Boba's uncle, or that Boba is Django's uncle? No, Django is Boba's uncle. Yeah. So, I, why? Why? <laughs> why would you think of that? Uh, he was seven. It's the movie's called Attack of the Clones. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, you know, Attack just, of the okay. Uncles. <laughs> Attack of the Uncle. The Kankles. Attack of the Kankles. Yes. Um. Right. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, people were body shaming, uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name, Tamora Morrison for um, gaining some weight. <laughs> so hey, he might have some cankles. Hey, it's fine. <laughs> He's got the dad bod boba look. That's completely yeah. fine. I'm cool with it. Yeah. Um. Now we're on John, right? Yeah, now we're okay, on John. Now we're on John. All right. So John had some good stuff with um, 
the theory of the library and taking Grogu. Um, I really, really wanted to be Mace Windu that saved Grogu in the temple. But I think the honest answer of, like, who saved Grogu is probably, you know, Yoda and Obi-Wan. Because they're, like, at the temple the next day. Like, at the end of three. You know, they're not going to show it. But, like, they probably could have, like, opened some kind of passage where he was hidden and gotten him. And then taken him. I don't know. I I have an issue with that because, like, it's Yoda and Obi-Wan. Yeah. They're such big characters. Why wouldn't they mention... Like why wouldn't they Yoda don't be want like, to, mm, the same reason another one of my species there is. Like same, why wouldn't he like say that, you know? Same reason that Padme was buried with the baby bump. They don't want it to get out that there's another one out there. Same reason. I mean, yeah. Valid. Is yeah. Whoa, whoa. Hold on a second. Oh no. Could that be the other that um Yoda was talking about at the end of Empire? Like when 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 Luke's like like leaving, and like um, Obi Wan's just like that boy is our last hope, and he's like, no, there is another. You know what I mean? I don't. I gotta watch it again. I, that's the next movie I'm watching in my rewatch through. So I'm just uh, saying. I'm just saying. Hey, I mean that's a good theory. It's a good work. I theory. totally like went 180 on my first my first thing. But <laughs> <laughs> all right, what else? Uh, who's next? Um, uh, Dolan and Evan, and I, I'm. I'm going to do a disclaimer. Instead of getting drunk, they decided to get high. That's why they're all giggly and stuff. So <laughs> I'm like, these guys are fucking idiots. Maybe I should have a disclaimer in the beginning, not yeah. now. Well, <laughs> well we I just thought of far. it. But they're awesome. So, if you made it this far. <laughs> um, but they had they had some good ideas with like, uh, will the show be successful without Grogu? And I mean, that goes to Benice's point where like, of course, they're not going to get rid of Grogu. Yeah, but, true. Um, I think if, if theoretically, if Grogu wasn't around... Um, they wouldn't like, like only hardcore fans would stick around, and I think the the vast majority of people would would kind of like leave because so they're like, oh no, Grogu, oh whatever. Mm. That's true. You know, no, that's true. Well, because like think about it, like half the, like everybody's obsessed with Grogu. Well, mm-hmm. what do you think most Disney Plus subscribers do if they watch The Mandalorian? They buy it for a month and then mm-hmm. binge it when The Mandalorian's over, and then get rid of it again yep. until the next season. Yeah, that's what they do. That's why Disney Plus is being smart, and they're releasing all their Marvel shows back to back. Yep, which is why, which is what I think they're gonna do for Star Wars in twenty twenty two. Yeah, back to back to back like that. And hey, I'm okay if they keep a constant stream of entertainment for me. I am a okay with that. At least it's pretty cheap. Yeah, six ninety nine isn't bad. I thought it was five. You know what I mean? I thought it was seven ninety nine. Yikes! We are (laughs) all over the place here. (laughs) At least we can count. (laughs) Take her. Come on. Give or take a dollar. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, uh, who is next? Um, Uh, I think after that was Joe Garcia. He was talking about the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. That um, Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. That's. (laughs) I'm excited. I am very excited for that. See, I'm not. I'm not as excited like as like I am for another certain show. We we will. Oh wait 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 wait. We skipped over John. Not excited for Obi Wan. I talked about. He's not excited for Obi Wan. Oh yeah. John, I just texted you. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't. I thought you guys would keep Not, going. Like, okay. what's the context? Like, what'd you say? I'm tastes mad like only one. No. <laughs> oh. Like you don't know what he tastes like, so you wouldn't be. Excited. Stop. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So um. There is more to me. Li- oh my god. <laughs> You're making it hard. I don't watch Whiplash <laughs> just because I want to fuck J.K. Simmons. It's a good movie. 
I don't like Obi-Wan just because I want to fuck him. Danny's just absolutely just like, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. I like Obi-Wan because he is a skilled fighter, and he's the, he, he definitely tries the hardest out of everyone. You know, and the most tragic shit's happened to him. But anyway, but John, you're fucking stupid for not not being excited for the show. I mean, I get where he's coming from. There might not be much for him to do. Well, but it's also been confirmed that Hayden Christensen's going to be in every episode. Well, not every episode. I, thought Pro- it, I don't think it's every episode. It might be, but like... I'm pretty sure it is. It's, if he's the main... If Darth Vader is in this fucking show, I don't know how you can't be excited for it. Yeah, it's true. Also, what's wrong with sad Desert Boy Obi-Wan content? <laughs> I mean, if, if that's all the show is, then... Eh. Yeah. But she likes sad Desert Boy Obi-Wan. Yeah. What, he's gonna start doing like a music video or something? Yeah. Probably. Be like, I'm a Jedi. I am sad. I'm taking care of my son. My surrogate son. a noose. <laughs> 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 That's the bridge. <laughs> um, who's that? Where are we? Um, oh yeah, but Joe Joe Garcia was talking about Book of Boba and um, the High Republic, and I'm back and forth on if I want to. Well, he's he said Both. he said High Republic and then Old Republic. So for High Republic, I'm uh, hesitant yeah. on buying the book. Okay. Uh, I've heard, I've heard. I haven't heard very good things. I've only heard good things and very, very terrible bad things. And middling stuff where it's like, oh, it's just boring, you know? Maybe so, she just talk to Joe. Oh, has he read it? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I, want, <laughs> I need to get, like, a solid opinion because it's, you know, I don't want to, like, I don't know. I've just heard bad things. Anyway, the Old Republic, I'm fucking excited for anything with Old Republic. Yeah. If they nail that, then we're... It's you know like Joe said it's going to be a great time for Star Wars, you know. And Danny's just going to be just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really, dude. He's going to be like he's a kid again. I mean, he basically is, but you know. Well, because it's it's the, <laughs> it's like the most critically like acclaimed version of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, and there's so much there's so much stuff in the EU that just got completely obliterated, which I'm slightly upset about, but you know. Um, next we had Megan, who talked about, um, Mando, uh, Mando bringing, uh, Grogu into the classroom. Oh, yeah, the, (laughs) the macaroons, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a funny scene. Um, (laughs) and when he was just, you know, you say, we, in the fucking, um, uh, the the old glider, or the... Razor Crest, Jesus, my brain. Oh yeah, when he's Razor, yeah, <laughs> and yeah then when he just throws up. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean that that whole like sequence. That's part of episode four, so I don't really yeah. remember it. Remember it, but like you know, you've seen it like what five times. I've seen well, I've seen the the finale three times. I watched every episode like four or five times each. So really? shit. The bro. TikTok I sent, I promise, is relevant to the conversation we just had about. God damn it! I I'm not, it right no, no, now? I'm not saying you need to watch it right now. I'm just saying I don't want you guys to think I'm right sending now. you unnecessary TikToks. Okay. Anyway, um, but yeah, we, what about we? Jesus Christ! It's Grogu <laughs> and the, the racer guys going. What about And then there's wee. also when he gets picked up by the dark trooper. He's like, we. <laughs> oh, I promised you it was relevant. But yeah, that's a. And see, and this is why he's not. It, like, the show's not going to be successful once he's gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? You won't have those little moments. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up was um, Alyssa, 
who, yes. you know, everyone kind of kind of thought this was a, a very touching scene with the, where he took off the helmet oh. for Grogu. In the last scene, where the last time they look at each other and the elevator closes, oh my god, yeah, that's when that's what got me. Well, the parallel, like, well, this parallel that that she talked about with Darth Vader and Luke, yeah. like that made Kevin Smith cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I saw him cry, like in like, um, I mean that's another that, that's part of my other, I guess. Um, I have I have some things to say with with other, but, um, you know it. it it's just so cool to see like symmetry and stuff, and you know, like structure and parallel structure, know, yeah. set up, payoff. Um, you know, the big thing that really got me though, what she talked about was you know, the little ball, his little ball that he's like all obsessed with, um, and how Mando didn't give it back to him at the very end. Yeah. I think that would have been more closure of him leaving yeah. if he he actually gave that to Grogu. But so now he has to kind of come back for that. Yeah. Um. And also, it would have been a really cool addition to his lightsaber. So, like, I, mean, I would absolutely love that. I sure hope they didn't forget about it. Nice, no, me too. I, I think I think they're a little more strategic than that. Yeah. Me, so, yeah, Dave Filoni, I trust him. Mm-hmm. And John Favreau, fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah. The track record on that guy. Yeah. No, Lion no. King. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. No. Solid. Solid, solid work. Info. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. Next up, we had Bailey. Who uh, uh, talked again about uh, Mando bringing Grogu to the classroom? Um, you know, it was cute. Uh, but here's where we start getting into the talks about the. What'd you throw it? I'm trying to throw my phone on the bed. <laughs> it bounced back. She had issues. <laughs> this is the second time I've thrown my phone under the floor during this podcast. <laughs> she talked about uh, the finale. And, um, yeah. I, th- I liked it. I loved the finale. I liked it. I love the very end of the finale. Why did you like it? I'm just kidding. I fucking loved it. I was gonna it. say, I like, three we, times. I, don't, I don't know anyone who it was has my favorite scene. It. it was my favorite. That's what. I okay, what was your favorite scene from the final episode? Your favorite part? Favorite scene? My favorite. Episode. Well, go back to fucking anyone, question one. It was who, Luke taking down the the I don't know anyone who said their favorite scene wasn't in the finale. Yeah. I mean, other than fucking Benice. Shut up. His opinions don't matter. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, Benice, we love I'm you. Kidding. I don't know who you are, but I'm kidding. Please be a loyal listener and keep keep retweeting us. Mainly, Thanks. please keep commenting on our Instagram posts. Always, always also comment. That. Um, anyway. You just have opinions that I disagree with. I'll, I'll fight them for you guys. It's fine. Um, <laughs> so, look. Where were we? I lost my train of thought. We're on Bailey. Yeah, and she talked oh, the about the final part of the episode. Yeah, yeah, and she was talking about how um, the dark saber. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm, how do we not bring that up yet? I don't know. What's the rules with the dark saber? So there has to be one in combat. Yeah. Right, but in Rebels, which you haven't seen, no. Bo-Katan or uh, Sabine Wren has the dark saber, which mm-hmm. she wins in combat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then she gives it to Bo-Katan. She gives it to Bo-Katan. But then, and then Bo-Katan loses it off-screen to Moff Gideon. Well, but wasn't it like referenced that like Bo-Katan was getting like shit on a lot because she didn't win it? I don't know if it was referenced necessarily in the episode, but it's yeah. definitely referenced a lot by fans. It's a fan theory, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So then that makes sense. Well, they got to make that clear then. Yeah, I think they wanted to kind of leave it up in the air because. Plus, you know, I think it's kind of also like a. It could be more of a thing where. She might not feel like, like I don't know if she might not have felt that she deserved it the first time, 
So not mm. only she didn't win it, so it was given to her, but she also lost it. So it's like she didn't even get it the right way in the first place, and then she lost it. And she's even more of a fraud. Yeah. What if you get, so like, now she has to get it again. Mm-hmm. What if we get like a backstory that like she gave up the dark saber to Moff Gideon for some reason? That'd be interesting. Yeah. And then she could so show she could win it back. Oh, that's I. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know how that would go down. Maybe we see like a flashback or something, but that would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Um, oh, I gotta unlock my phone. Um, but uh, Benice, um, <laughs> Benice. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. He's but joking. Uh, Grogu, I do like the idea that like, or well, I don't like it, but like, um, I think it's, I think that like, if they don't bring Grogu back. Uh, the canon explanation of where he goes is that he just gets killed by Ben. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just kind of like the only way that it has to, that it turns out. I mean, know? like, it's definitely, I don't think it's wrong to think that that's possible. Yeah, I mean, unless, you know... Like, the ma- timelines are, t- are very clearly, like, starting to line up that way. Yeah. Yeah, but unless, you know, something happens between now and then, like, season three, when Mando gets takes Grogu back from the Academy... Well, Somehow. but I think I think that we're gonna get a lot of I think we're gonna get a lot of Mandalore in season three, which is why we're not gonna get a lot of Grogu because Mando's gonna be too busy anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's probably like a like you know how like like when he when Mando knows he's doing like some bad like like some badass shit, he leaves Grogu with someone else. <laughs> it's probably gonna be the same thing where like season three, like they're doing all this shit on Mandalore, where Grogu's just gonna be like Luke is babysitting right now. Yeah, like Frog Lady had to babysit for a little bit. Luke's yeah. babysitting. <laughs> For a whole season. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It's interesting. I think... It's just boarding school. Boarding school. Manda will come back when it's summer vacation. But yeah. And but... Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> he comes to visit for Christmas. He gives, well, him the, the little, he gives him the little ball for life day. Yeah. Oh. oh my God. That's the cutest <laughs> thing ever. Um, Nick talked about the finale. Yes, I um, want, I and the want. CGI. Yes, I want to talk about that too. Yeah, um, I didn't notice how bad the mouth CGI was the first time around. Oh, it was pretty fucking shitty. I, I, don't I look, noticed it. I don't look at the mouth the first time. I look at the eyes. Mm-hmm. That's what I lo- always look at first in a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't look at the mouth. They just so. can't get. They can't get the mouth right. It's same thing with Henry Cavill and um, <laughs> in Justice League. Yes. And <laughs> Carrie Fisher looks weird in. But she doesn't talk much, so it's fine. In Rogue One, she looks. I don't know. And then Moff Tark, Grand Moff Tarkin. Um, See, Tarkin looked the best. That's what I thought. Yeah, I was yeah. saying that too. He looked, like, the be- he looked a little too, like, sweaty. I guess. Which Seth doesn't know what we're talking about. But he but. was also, like, in shadows a lot, though, too. So, like, he, yeah. they can kind of cover it up a little more. Um, yeah. He looked pale and sweaty, though. Yeah. He he was done really well. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, Robert Downey Jr., I guess, was done pretty decently, too, in... You know, you and Robert War. Downey Jr. Civil War. Go again. I'm going back to that. Sorry. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that. The See, first that, time that, they that ever used okay. it. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. Sep also doesn't know what you're talking about. You haven't seen Civil War. I've not seen Civil War. Ah. It's best to assume with most. Not that that's Star Wars. It's best to assume with most Star Wars content. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm still very new to this. I'm like two steps above Megan. <laughs> I've seen. I think it more than that, but all right. She's seen all the. <laughs> she's seen all the movies except for Rogue One. Yeah. Right. And Megan's what, only seen Rogue One. Ten steps above Megan, then? Yeah, probably. Probably Eight. that. You've Eight. seen Clone Wars. Well, Wait. No. Nope. There's 11 ten. movies. Yeah, yep. so 10. Yeah. Good job. There we go. I do math. Yay. Yay. 
Maybe we can't count. <laughs> uh, Nate it's... talked about um, Luke Skywalker. Oh, how fucking end. amazing that Luke Skywalker is actually back. Come on, guys. It's Luke Skywalker. It's Luke Skywalker. Yeah, like, Come oh, on. Oh, my God. That was the greatest way to end that segment. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. Well, Just... I, th- I, th- I thought it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, well, you saw the shade that um, Mark Hamill was throwing at uh, Ryan Johnson, right? Yeah, I did. <laughs> he's like, he's like, um, I got, I got it pulled. I got the tweet here in my notes, or not in my notes, but um, you can tell that he took his Adderall, and then we haven't had anything. This motherfucker's wide awake. He's ready to go. <laughs> And we're like, mm. he's just, he's wired. I'm, yeah, I'm not. Mark Hamill uh, replied to Peyton Reed. He said, I'm so grateful to, to have been given an unexpected opportunity to revisit my character when he was, when he was still a symbol of hope and optimism. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Like, Oof, bro. Just a little, a little bit of, a little bit of shade. <laughs> and it's like, you know, damn, man. Like, I did like the last Jedi. I'm one of the few. That you know it's did bad like when it. the actor hates you. Exactly. Like Luke Skywalker, who he was Luke for forty years. And he doesn't even like it. You know what I mean? So he knows he knows what he's talking about. And I get like so like the idea of Luke being like sad and off on his own thing, I get that. You know? I get that that's, a, that's an interesting idea. You can't you can't just have him all of a sudden want to kill his nephew though as the reason for that though. Yeah, he had like Luke Skywalker is the most stalwart person in Star Wars that believes in what he's doing, no question. So yeah. to have him just instantly switch on a dime to want to kill, you know, use the dark side for some reason, mm-hmm. you know, like that doesn't make any sense to to the character that was explained before. Now, if you had something where his entire worldview was turned upside down and crumbled right in front of him which um, I may or may not have gone into in a YouTube video that I did a little while ago and that I made Sep watch last night. I fell asleep like five minutes. I was so (sighs) tired. It has a really good idea. It has a really good backstory for how the Star Wars sequel trilogy should have gone, I think. We're not going to get into that I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I I think Mr. Hamill would be very pleased with the outline that I came up with. So I'm just saying. Well, good luck with that. Mark Hamill, if you're listening, watch his YouTube video and not this. Please watch my YouTube video, Mark Hamill, please. Anyway, um, so that's everybody that. Um, oh, I mean, Sean um, declined to answer. He just <laughs> did, when he sent in his questions or his answers, they, he just didn't have anything for others. So, yeah. sorry, Sean. Um, we try to include everybody. But yeah, but are there what are what are your guys' other thoughts on this on this season? Well, the, I I already mentioned my other thoughts, which was um, Grogu and um, no, it wasn't Grogu. It was episodes one and four. That was my other thoughts. Um, how they're forgettable. Oh yeah. So yeah, that that was mine. Um You got nothing? I got nothing. Oh come on, I can't be the only one ranting and raving right now. You are. Hey, so it's been saying, the that's entire all, that, episode. Yeah. Okay, well I got a few things. Um James pretty much covered everything I wanted to talk about with Gina Carano. Yes. So which I didn't even write did I write that down? I don't even think I wrote him down. Sorry, James. I just, we just completely skipped over you. Huh. Oops. But Oops. yeah, but James covered everything that I want to talk about uh with with Gina Carano and how like you know, you may not just you may not agree with her, but that shouldn't be had to do anything with her acting. Um, the boob armor, which we actually got in a conversation with about during this podcast set. Mm-hmm. So, I I think people were overreacting for like the whole reason, like it's just boob armor. The actress probably was more comfortable wearing it during like during filming. 
that's that's that, that's like that's the only reason like i'm like people are people are overreacting to this i mean thing. like i don't i can see why it's there i can see why it doesn't need to be like maybe it doesn't it doesn't i don't know like it, i don't think it was like too like like shaped it wasn't like shaped to well, like be provocative but like when we were talking about this off topic it's kind of how like Around, like, holidays, when there's, like, skeletons that you hang up, there's always a female skeleton with bone titties. Which, like, it's... Wait, the ones you hang up? Or just, like, skeletons in general, like, Halloween decorations, there will be, like, a boy and a girl skeleton. And the girl skeleton will have boobies. And the boy skeleton will be a normal human skeleton. Yeah. Because, like, male and female skeletons are, like, basically identical. Right. But the female one has titties, so you know that it's a girl. Right. And it's like, why? So the same yeah, thing, we're just, it's just unnecessary boobies. But like the actress has boobies though. I mean, yeah. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm like, I'm. But it's like, like in in the show too. She has they they draw her with with boob armor. Mm-hmm. And like, there's this guy. I, I understand why. Like, I, like I understand kind of the annoyance by boob armor. You know, it's it's like it doesn't need to be there. Like the boobs are there, but you don't need to have the over accentuated boob plate. I mean. I... I don't know. It's, it's it, when it comes down to that, like it's just kind of to each his own. I just don't understand the fixation on it. Keep talking. I have to check something. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much of a thought. Yeah, on Dan this. doesn't have a dog in this I, fight. I, know, I don't have a thought on this. I don't know. So. It just it just contributes to the fucking uh, the egg thing. Yeah, people are just overreacting. Just they're just raging at the show to to just to rage at it. Like, oh, they they're saying it disrespects women, but like it made Katie Sackoff has boobs. She wanted, you know, that's all. That's the, that's. I just keep coming back to that. She has boobs. She probably wants to be comfortable while filming. Mm. Am I like, in, like, sure. The narrative reason is, well, even the narrative reason. Bo-Katan has boobs. She wants to be comfortable when she's fighting. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. This was also a question we pondered on asking everybody um, about like boob armor and stuff like that. But like, we were just like, I don't know if a lot of people are gonna have a lot to say on this. But I guess. We have a lot to say on this I ourselves. <laughs> I mean, that's all. That's all I have to say. And then you know who didn't have armor titties? Who? Phasma. Yeah. Really? Phasma didn't have titties. They had like a bar like over it. Yeah. But it wasn't titties. Oh. No. Okay. Boob armor is unnecessary. All right. Problem solved. There we go. Whatever. Which speaking of Phasma, I wanted her to do way more. Yeah. I mean, hey, good for her. They had like a plate like over it, but it you even boobs. have so. a. So they had an ex-, ex. Like you wouldn't know she's a female. So you're until. saying so if if it was like an like an armor, but like not in the shape of boobs, it would be okay. Yeah, if it was like an extended chest. It's I like guess. this. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's. So like that, this is I'm this, saying this, that's no okay so this is yes this is practical, but okay. it also doesn't over like accentuate. And, like, I don't want to say sexualize them. I wasn't thinking anything with sexuality with that. But, that, but this is why people are mad about it. So what? It, it would be okay if it wasn't directly... If, like, it, if the bottom didn't, Bo-Katan's like... Bo-Katan's armor in. is full titty. No, it's not. No, no, like, it literally, like, it curves around her boobs. I was literally just that's, looking at it. That's also how the, the, the fucking cartoon was drawn. No, I don't. But what I'm saying is like and nobody had a problem with it back upset. then. That's why people were upset. Nobody had a problem yeah, with it. Yeah, not then, back then, though. but like I'm sure people did, but they just didn't say anything. But like yeah, I now very hard to believe because she was action. in Clone Wars season seven recently. I don't know. I don't We've know. spent way too much time on yeah, this. All right, let's get out of boob armor here. I am. 
What else you got? Last thing I just want to bring up is Lucasfilm specifically. So, you know, I mentioned Kevin Smith was crying. And because he got emotional because Star Wars means something to him. Mm-hmm. And there's this guy named Star Wars Theory who yep. cried at the return of Luke Skywalker because Luke Skywalker means something. And one of the I'm not gonna I mean, everyone knows who it is, but I'm not gonna name him. One of the higher ups at Lucasfilm um, was mocking him for crying mm-hmm. at something that he created. And I don't know. It's just like the the. It's just stupid. Yeah. It's just stu- stupid because it's like it's a fan and they're they're enjoying something that you made. Yeah. And you're still making fun of him and you're having everybody jump on onto the bandwagon to hate that. It's art. It's the same thing with music. Like your fans love your music and stuff like that. Yeah, like I No, I get what you're coming from with that. Exactly. And it's it's just it's everything that's wrong with like modern entertainment and like just if we could just throw Twitter out, like, Twitter. we could just throw Twitter out completely. Like, if we get rid of, it would cure the world's ills. I swear to God. I mean, Facebook's pretty bad too. Yeah, Facebook is pretty bad. Anyway, but that's just my rant. It's like emotions are for sharing, Mister. I'm not yes. going to say his name, but um, but yeah, it's I, funny how like they're okay with Baby Yoda being plastered on every like. I don't know, like, I just, I think it's a little ironic that, like, it's fine for, like, I'm just, like, he's like, oh, a man can't cry, he's a pussy, haha, but they're fine with, like, plastering, like, Baby Yoda on, like, every, like, purse or, like, kid's toy or everything, Mm it's like, they're okay with having that image, but they don't want, like, a man crying, because he's, like, weak and a pussy, like, oh, no, he showed emotion, when it's, like, what a little bitch, like, do you get what I'm trying to say with that? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. They're trying to. It's like they're the negative stereotype about guys. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're still it's fucking stupid. Yeah, if 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 something you little bitch, you cry all the time <laughs> over Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I love Luke Skywalker. Oh, man, <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't cry when he returned, but like you know, I can understand why somebody would. Yeah, you never thought you'd see, you know, young Mark Hamill in a newer right. fucking... He's in his prime. It's thing. something that I've always wanted to see. Yeah. I mean, he didn't... I mean, he, well, he did. He did do some fucking badass shit. I mean, dude, the first time we watched the episode, you was like... Yeah, dude, oh, I'm like... shit. <laughs> I'm like just staring at the screen like... He's you know? like starstruck. And I was like, oh, we're just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, so... Oh, my God, it was... <sighs> so good. Yeah. That's it's pure Star Wars goodness. It's Luke Skywalker, everyone. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I love that bit. Anyway, that's uh, my two cents on um, on my other thoughts about this season of Mandalorian. What do you guys give this entire season overall? Oh, we're doing this. Blood alcohol content. Christ. Yes, we're doing it. Um, you go first, Danny. <laughs> I think the first half was very slow. Um, not not too interesting. Um, the second half really, really pulled it together. Especially that um, the finale and the the Mayfeld episode. So I'd give this one about an eighty percent blood alcohol content, just for that slow slow beginning. I was know? gonna say like a seventy seventy five probably. Yeah, it was a lot better than season one. Yeah. So like I, yeah. even though I want to say that like I feel like every episode was like like they were all good, you know. Yeah, like, it was decent episodes. Yeah, like it wasn't nothing a bad one. was ever like bad except for like maybe episode two 
That, like, that episode was just boring to me. Yeah. But it's still, like, they still, episode two, it still tied in well enough. Like, it was side questy, but they still made it fit. So it, like, it didn't feel like a total, like, it was, like, it was filler. But it wasn't entirely pointless, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Like, I feel like it fit well enough. They bridged it enough. Yeah, know? exactly. All right. So, I agree. The first half was slow. Um, episodes one and two. One was good the first time I saw it. And, but the next few times, I was like, eh, it's all right. Um, two. <laughs> um, Fucking fraud. Three lady. is where it started picking up for me. I really liked that episode. I don't remember episode three at all. Three. Yeah, Danny said the same thing. Like, he doesn't remember that one either. But it's the first one where they introduced Bo-Katan. And, <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah, and um, when they try to steal the ship or whatever to, um, I don't know, steal supplies for something back Mandalore, I think. Some sort of reason. And looking for the Darksaber. Yeah. Um, so that's where we they found her and all that stuff. So, um, I don't know. I loved episode six, seven, and eight. I liked Ahsoka's episode number five, but... Six, seven, and eight were the best oh, for me. Really? I thought you would be higher on that one. No, I six, <laughs> no. six, seven, and eight were really fucking good. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it an eighty-five. Eighty-five. Wow, you're the highest. Yeah. Wow. I liked it a lot better than the first season. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Well, you know, so this is a cool, a uh, little special episode that we yeah, did. A very long bonus episode. Very we long. Got here. Yeah. Um. Fans like the content. Yeah, it's something to listen to while you're on a drive or something. I think I've Um, literally gotten sober during this podcast. You definitely have. Drunk and then sober. Yeah. Yeah, I peaked right (laughs) under question three. You mean question five? Oh, right. Question five. Also, I hit the mic. (laughs) Would you hit it with your boob? No. (laughs) Surprisingly. (laughs) All right. And that was our really long ass Mando episode. Yeah. Holy fuck! There's a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I like we want to thank everybody that was on this podcast, you both got- of our Joes, Joe Garcia, Joe from Electronics, aka Fallen Jordan. We got Bailey, we got Nick, we got Chris, aka Crapstafer, we got Anthony, no, aka Benice, no. I'm not gonna thank him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Benice. Oh, uh, we got Nate. We gotta we got, have him on as a guest, though. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Uh, we got Nate. We got Megan. We got Sean. We got James. John. I'm AKA, also not thanking him. <laughs> AKA Ligmology. Ligmology. <laughs> <laughs> we got Alyssa. We got Mike. We got Dalton and Evan. Then we got everybody there. I think that's everyone. I, I think that's everyone. If we forgot you, I'm so sorry that you forgot let you down. Dan Dambi and Seppi. All right. We don't need Come to thank on, ourselves. guys. We thank no, ourselves. No, we definitely thank do. Thank you for being here, Seppi. Hey. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But yeah, I'm Dan. I'm Danny. And I'm Seppi. You can find us. We're movie drunks. Jeez, that of was. Of course. Movie you can find us Are on we? Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the handle at Movie Drunks Casts. Um, yeah, yeah. You can find me. I'm Danny uh, at, at Danny underscore Was on Instagram and Twitter, or my YouTube channel, which is just Danny Was. And consider donating to our anchor page. Yeah, you know, I'm tired of my bit. I don't even know what I say anymore. My Instagram is private. Fucking yeah. So basically, <laughs> so just fuck off. Don't bother her. Yeah. 
Seppi, she, she <laughs> she's hibernating. She doesn't want to come out of the I cave I think yet. I tweeted recently. I tweet randomly. I don't know what I did. I so, just tweeted that I'm like watching Cobra I'll Kai. I'll probably again. like I don't know. Maybe I'll like retweet Joe Biden soon. Problem solved. So, <laughs> what are we watching on Sunday? Mamma Mia. No. Mamma no, Mia. Fuck. We're not no. doing Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Stop that. Um. You know, I guess you could say. Here we go again. Shut, Shut oh, the fuck up. <laughs> okay. Well, how about like a movie that has, you know, maybe six or seven evil exes? Oh, I guess potentially. Potentially. I mean, Mamma Mia has three potential dads. Shut that's just that's the same thing, right? Cheers, bitch. Ah.